DJ Smalls. I think sounds familiar. You guys are tuned in to Lyrical Fix Podcast, episode 82, with your host, Shade. And Kid Pro. And we are here with a very special guest. We are I haven't seen in forever, and I, for did, real. I did miss you. The way you perform is, like, amazing. That's right. Last time I saw you was, <laughs> leave that Check It mm-hmm. open mic. Yeah. Yes, yes. We're I gotta, what, you perform other places, obviously. Like, yeah. you gotta, I, I gotta catch you somewhere else, for sure. Yeah. Out of out of my element, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we got a Bronx native in the building, uh, residing now in Jersey. Uh, you might see, you might have seen him on the latest Grind Mode Cipher. You might have seen, or you might have heard of him uh, with his newest EP that released early this year, uh, where it started at. Mm-hmm. Also, Cage Music, as well. Uh, we got the Bar Christ in the building. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me your name, sir. Tell me your name. What's going on, everybody? I go by the name of Ray Pearson. Hey, the Bar Christ, Suave Ramon, whatever you want to call me. Suave. Just know Suave it's all Ramon, right. I love that shit. <laughs> now, with the Suave Ramon, I meant to ask you, there's a little wrestling behind that, right? There is. Yes, okay. There is. That's, a, his, that's pro's bag. Yeah. We're going to get into that because I had questions. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Something else that we have in common, obviously, our right. love for wrestling, for pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but before we do get started, I want to remind you all, this is the Lyrical Fix Pod, at the Lyrical Fix Pod on IG, Lyrical Fix on Twitter, Lyrical Fix Podcast on Facebook. Make sure to check us out on Ample, uh, Apple, Anchor, Audio Max, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, all them damn platforms. If we're not on your platform of choice, please hit us up. We will try to get on there. Make sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe. Give us those five-star ratings. Keep us hot, uh, hot out on these podcast streets. It's the motherfucking gang, the Lyrical Fix. Uh, Sade, how you doing this week? Should we even get into that? Uh, no, because we just talked about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so let's move on with our uh, guest. Curr- currently, right now, I am in DR, drunk as shit. Holla. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and I'm home dealing with two kids, a headache, and probably no weed still. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm on day six with no fucking weed. I, I don't know what I'm doing. He's so stupid, because I've strong. seen him twice since he ran out, and I'm like, you could have just told me, and, and I would have got you something. this one, <laughs> fucking plug. The connect over here. The plug to asked, everything. Plug to everything. But <laughs> alas, we are here with Ray Pearson, sir. How are you doing? I'm groovy. Yeah, you groovy. That's I'm what groovy. it is, man. I see the, the R chain. Yeah, very nice. I see you got the hoodie with the where started at EP on. I'm a walking billboard that As had the chain, the, the bro, hoodie. Out the Tims. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> winter time right now, man. Shit. No, it's, it's dope, man. And it's always nice just being joined here by another uh, fellow bar spitter. Mm-hmm. You know, you appreciate the bars. I appreciate the bars. We have that in common. Just right. everything about you from when I first heard you. I believe the first time I saw you at Check It. Uh, you kept to yourself. You came with your mans. Um, kind of kept to yourself in the crowd, and I didn't know who you were. But then you went up on stage and you just had that commanding voice to you. The stage presence was there. I appreciated yeah, that. A lot. And I remember as soon as you got off, I, I made sure I gave you your props. You know what I mean? And then from there, we connected on uh, IG, on social mm-hmm. media, and yeah. we've uh, we stayed close since. And I'm just, I've been following you, man, and I really appreciate your love of the lyrics. Now, being that you're from Bronx, obviously, there's a lot of influences there. Who has influenced you the most? I know. Y- Pun might be the number one. Yeah. Is there anybody else? Uh, Cuban Link. Cuban oh, Link. Of okay. course, yeah. Anything specific about Cuban Link? Um, I just, um, for me, it's the, you know, the flow. Um, him being, you know, just a, just a nostalgic, um, the lyrical assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just something that, even back then, I was, I used to even draw the, 
I mean, don't don't take my word. I am not Picasso. Right. But, you know, being a sixth grader, seventh grader, I used to draw the Terror Squad, the original Terror Squad um, logo. The TS logo. Yeah, right. I used to. I was like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to, they're going to sign me to Terror Squad one day. Yeah. Because it was pun and Cuban. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then, you know, everything that went down. But, yeah, besides pun um, from the Bronx, it's Cuban. And then, you know, Chris Rivers. Of course. Um, Denzel Porter, of course. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, the Bronx has a couple heads that I oh, um, yeah, no, no, the Bronx definitely does have a couple heads that I that I look at and it's like, you know, what I mean, at one point it was Hellrell, yeah. Um, so you know, there's there's a def there's definitely a bunch of dope Shit, artists I'm from the from the Bronx. I'm How thinking. did you apply that to like like when did you know you wanted to start rapping? And start like, did you start writing first? Did you just kind of like imitate? Was them? it poetry like a lot of us to start out with? Yeah. No, it was a as a matter. You know, the it was a dark, um, parody. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so. It was it was a whatever. But I took the demo song that my older brother did at the time. Okay. And I did my own spin on it, and mm-hmm. it, I swear it really wasn't. And don't get me hip hop. I've always been around hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like my father used to rap when he was a teenager. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. Yeah, like you know, like so it's in my blood. Yeah. But it really wasn't until I got a dose of the Slim Shady LP and Capital Punishment mm. that was it that really opened my eyes like, yo, you can actually be this good. Yeah. Cuz it's you know, Wu-Tang, Mob Deep, uh KRS-One, Rakim, Fuji's, Naughty by Nature. These are Speaking all. My language. These are all artists that I grew up listening to, watching mm-hmm. on MTV, right. BT. You know, so I was always hip hop was always around. Yes. Yeah. But the real eye opener was M and Pun. Right. Yeah. So then it was like, wow, you could really be this good. And then from there it was just like, I put the pen to work. I remember I was um, me and my brother were sitting in front of the laundromat in Jersey City when I started rapping. That's where I was living. Mm. Um, he was like, Ray, you, you gotta make, you gotta punch lines, metaphors. Yeah. So then, you know, I gave him an example. He was like, you mean like waiting for tonight? Like JLo? He was mm. like, something like that. Right, right. From that, I was like, that's all he had to say. Then Got from you. there was going after it. Gotcha. And it's that gritty New York punchline flow. Like, kind of reminiscent to, like, the uh, late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. mixtape era. Yeah. A lot of that is what I get from your music as well. Mm. So, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. A lot of rappers from BX. I was also going to mention um, Mickey Fax. Word. Corey Guns. Yes. A lot of dudes that are, like, uh, unheralded, underrated. Mickey Fax, for me, has made, like, the song of the year. I don't even know if it came out in 2020 or 2021. Have you heard A- by Mickey Fax? I'm pretty sure I you know I did listen to his his last two projects, so I'm pretty sure I heard yeah, it. Yeah, it's this basically the toughest concept song I heard in a minute where he raps about the letter A, but every word in the rhyme doesn't have a letter A in it. Yeah. Mm. That I, shit was hard. If you get a chance, you told me about I'm it. gonna a, have to revisit that one. The only time he says A is in the hook where he goes A, 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 A. But every fucking word, no A's in it. It's like from the beginning, when you get perfect letters on your metrics, like Everything just describing the mm-hmm. letter A. It's mm. an amazing fucking song, but it just goes to show you what BX is about. Yeah, because it's where it started at. I feel like he's so A. he's so underrated. Like I seen him live. I went to go see Lupe at BB King's, mm. and I didn't know Mickey was opening for him. Like one of the opening acts, he came out, and I was like, 
Holy shit! I only <laughs> I only know you from vlogs. He looks like a star. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh right. man. The, and second, the energy. The second bars in the Bronx event that Grimo Cipher did, Mickey Fax, was in one of the ciphers. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't make the deadline to be in that cipher. Mm-hmm. Man, Mickey spit like forty eight thousand bars. Mm. <laughs> but it was yeah. like. It was flawless. You can't, yeah, I mean, that guy's just effortless with it when yeah. he raps. It, it's it's yes. ridiculous. And like I said, just mad Bronx dudes are nice, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what comes from. And I think like Bronx is like one of the most underrated boroughs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is, especially when shit started It's one there. of my favorite boroughs, so I don't know. Yeah. Is it underrated? I feel, like, I feel oh, like a little is. bit, yeah. I feel yeah, like Queens okay. gets a lot of yeah. love. Brooklyn, Queens, obviously. Brooklyn, obviously, yeah. You know what I mean? It's mainly like Queens and Brooklyn, if you Be- think about it, yeah. It's it's still a it's still a, a a mass. Um, you know what it is? A lot of the artists from the Bronx mm-hmm. is still traditional. Yeah, okay. very, you know, very. And I've said this many times in many other places. We 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 live in a tri-state bubble. Yeah. yeah. That if you're not doing what the sheep are doing, mm-hmm. then it's nobody wants to hear that lyrical miracle. Yeah. And then all it's time, like bro, the, the problem is that after a while, it's like, you know, you start believing in it. Yeah. But there is a world outside of this tri-state bubble we live in. Mm-hmm. And that's why I never fell, you know, into that, 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 that herd of sheep. Yeah. Right. Because I know that there's, listen, I'm not one to boast. <laughs> Last year's Spotify wrap up, I did 83 countries. Oh mm. shit! Nice. 83 nice. countries. The Talk the about biggest it. the biggest country um uh-huh. that that um I did good in was Australia. Okay. Listen, Word. this bubble. Ain't shit. Give me a pin because you know what I mean. Like, yeah. there's a world outside of this bubble that that's gonna appre- that still appreciates hip hop. It doesn't yeah. have to necessarily be. Bronx hip hop, mm-hmm. but that hip hop that we grew up on, the, yeah. the golden age. Yeah, it's Grandmaster mm-hmm. Flash and, and you know, all these yeah, grades. Yeah. So Rock there is still yeah. a world out there that people just has to be, people need to understand, like, yo, like, this ain't it. This mm-hmm. is not only it. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, you could blame that on radio because if Ebro and Peter Rosenberg keep telling you, Lyrical Miracle is dead. Hip hop is dead. Cyphers are dead. Well, Grandma Cyphers. My video just came out yesterday. Yesterday, that's right. Yeah. And it's already over 2,000 plays organically. Mm -hmm. Right. So. And there's still, like, and that's what I don't understand is the fact that. And I was I was gonna bring it up towards the end. That's when we usually get into the, like, the, the, pop, the political part of the music uh, shit. Mm. But honestly, I that's the most frustrating shit is when you hear from people that. When I was younger, I looked up to them, especially like just knowing like I, I'm going to I'm going to tune into Hot 97. I'm going to tune, tune into power. And they sh- say shit like that. But now that I'm around a bunch of artists, it's like, no, but these people are fucking fire and they're still doing their shit. There's still ciphers going on. At, like uh, there's that um, streaming service or they, they just set up a platform where this, the the artists get paid for the ciphers and shit like that. I forgot what it's called. Joe's been talking about it. I don't I don't remember, but it's like an app I think or something like that. But like they, battle rappers? Yeah, battle oh, rappers. Caffeine. Oh, caffeine. 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 Yeah. Like you can't say that it's dead. That's like back when Nas said hip hop is dead, even though yeah. that was like yeah. It was, no, it was, it was it a was little an different. It was an angle. It yeah. was a little different, but but my feelings like when I first heard that I was just like, 
how do you, how, Nas, like, think of, how do you say that? <laughs> yeah, how do you say the lyricism is dead? It, it just yeah. makes no sense. Now, what you were saying before, how would you categorize uh, that genre of sheep that people, are, that type of music, how would you categorize it? It's just another branch on the tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, you right know. into the shit tonight. It's, 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 they just doing what they're doing. Mm. The, the, the problem is they're ready, they're so ready to, to um, create this gap, mm-hmm. right? Old head, old school, new school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so ready to cancel um, the, you know, those before us. Yeah. But, it's like yo, like not everybody is it's 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 dark, yeah. like we you know not everybody is negative. When that whole thing between Joe Bunner and Little Yachty happened, mm. yes. oh Joe is a bitter old head, one hit wonder, blah 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 blah. But if he had you valid points, right? Right. Look at Little Yachty now. A lot of these guys who drop from 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 Double XL, mm-hmm. these freshman artists, they don't put up the numbers you think they're gonna put up. Yeah. Maybe label problems. Point is, what do you do? What do you have planned when it's all over? Right. Mm-hmm. When there's nothing else that you could possibly do. Yeah. Trinidad James, the biggest artist. The, you know, every, on, and on everybody's um, mind, on yeah. the, um, coming off the people's lips, paws, yeah. whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Yeah. What happened? Flop. Yeah, one hit yeah. wonder. His whole thing, I hope you, I hope you niggas could accept the dap because that's, there you go. Y'all made a big fuss about the dude. Yeah. yeah. All he had was one hit. That was it. Y'all made a big deal. Y'all gave y'all gave his spot. Y'all gave him this spot when y'all should have been gave it to Snow the product. Yes, Bruh, She's not talked up. I love you. She's not talked <laughs> enough about. For no, shit. Snow, Snow's dope as fuck. Because I she her name came up. I forgot where, but it just came up somehow, and I was like, okay, cool, like. So somebody's out there talking about her, yeah. but it's not enough, man. That that trend, that I know that shit pissed me off. Once I, I stopped rocking, I stopped believing in Double XL when that happened. I think was, the last class that made sense was um. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Cole, Sean, Wale. Oh wait, that's like uh oh eight oh nine. Yeah. We, we yeah we went through we this went through too, that yeah. we went through that as well. Yeah, I don't think I still have the list of. No, you well, probably don't. No, no, you don't have to bring it up. No, but yeah, pretty much. I and I had like I was putting up those covers on my wall, mm-hmm. and I remember it was a, a certain year that I just stopped because I didn't agree with it. I think yeah. Trinidad James was probably that too. Yeah. I just yeah you got a hit and yeah people are singing it, but you're not showing any content. There's no lyricism. And now in he's this. on Complex doing sneaker shows. I heard. That's what everybody's doing. Like Yachty, I just saw him the other day. Matter of fact, he's talking about how he has fifty six thousand in bills monthly, mm-hmm. but he's not making music, so he's going into other endeavors, which is understandable. But music wise, like you're not doing shit no more. Do you think it's also like the like the whole Fetty, uh, yeah, the Fetty Wap situation, right? Wait, yeah, where he burned out. Yeah, not well. I mean, Trinidad, he didn't really burn out. Well, no, because Fetty's different. Fetty had like six straight hits. Yeah, like he actually had hits, but they burnt him out. But in that case, do you think it's the same as the label treating them like you guys have hits? Okay, never mind. Kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I think they had a hit and they rushed an album without like working on more. Yeah. And then hoping you have a hit, then you just, you know, you have to keep that momentum going. But just know it, planning for a head. He probably just didn't strategize enough. That's true. Because, you know what I mean? With with the hits that he had. There was a disconnect somewhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See what happened? I think, and they people still trying to bring him back out. Well, I mean, like I know he. I think he just dropped. He, no, some somebody said that he dropped a whole album, but nobody talked about it. Like nah, recently, 
what about this? Mm-hmm. What if Fetty ain't popping out here, but Fetty popping somewhere in Mexico? Probably. Yeah. And yeah. people Once still Once again, because that. we're in this bubble, bubble. Mm-hmm. that we're force-fed. Yeah. You know, all this. Oh, Fetty, Fetty washed up. Oh, Fetty this. You start hearing it. You hear it 50 th- times, and then mm-hmm. you're going to hear it fi- another 50 more times. And then you know, you know what? Yeah, I think Fetty is washed, Fetty's washed up. up. Yeah. Yeah, but Fetty's probably making noise, just like Maya. Yeah. Yes. Maya's still Maya, hot out here in these streets. Maya, still. yeah, I didn't even know she was that popping outside. And she, and it was just like, damn, like, what happened? But then nothing really, I mean, something did happen where she mm-hmm. kind of fell off in, you know, our bubble. But she was really killing it. She was. And she still, still is. is. And yeah. just like what you were saying before, like, you being hot in Australia, shit fucking Japan, they still living in the 90s. Yeah. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. are still dressing like it's the golden era. Break dancing. Yes. Yeah. Baggy jeans. Yep. All that shit. All the, the 90s aesthetic is still present over there in Japan. It's like it's a cultural thing now. The best aesthetic. I'm sorry. So motherfuckers like Wu-Tang can go over there, do like a couple city tour, and make mm-hmm. some great money, come back home. And, you know, they're they, not heroes yeah. here, but they're fucking they, legends still. They did have a run where they were in Jersey. Um... And I was so mad that I missed it. They were in Jersey, and then they were out in, like, Japan. Like, yeah. it was, like, a small yeah. run. Like, like Onyx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're getting treated like they're getting these fucking old head um, tours. Like, that's, I don't want to call them old head tour, but it's, like, the legends. Like, you got Rock King, yeah, Big Daddy you're, Kane. You're a legend, yeah. And you go oh, that was actually one of them. It was Big night. Daddy Kane. It was Rock Kim, Wu-Tang. Yeah, Legends of the so, Mike Tour like or something shit like that. like half or a quarter of Wu-Tang. And that so you get a house. whole but bunch of the older groups. The crazy thing is that you come across... you. All right, to to a lot of people, these these are names that some you know ignorant head might be like, oh, you 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 an old head. Put your pen up against Kane. Yeah. Exactly. Kane is still nasty. It's nasty. not. Yeah, to me that old head shit. As much as I know, it's it's being hurled out as a um, an insult. I don't really take it as an insult. Like I don't believe. Like I know it's supposed to be an insult, but it's like. You can't compete. To, you can't like get to their level. You can't compete with them. Mm. They have a whole. The, the reason why you're even hearing about them is because they they're legendary. So call them old head. They're gonna still be around after you die. Shit. And the crazy thing <laughs> is that you hear about you hear that disrespect now. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 Lloyd Banks, the Little Wings, the Joel Santana. Mm. Ain't none of them was shitting on no. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. no KRS one. They were no. showing love. Yeah, so it was like you know the path that was paved. We, we you know, we we celebrated. Yeah. But then it's like it gets to that point where it's like, oh, but we we decided to take a a, a tree branch and form a line in the sand, and yeah. we we created our own path. Never mind the the the, the, the big ass path that was paved. In that big ass path, you got this this tree branch line mm-hmm. that was drawn, and that's supposed to be, you know, like oh, but we did this our way. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see. You and know. that that created such a divide that even like the old heads were like, all right, fuck you, new people, then. Yeah. Like, the and fuck I can that, see why man? the old heads don't like the new shit. Because I mean, I don't even know how to explain the beats. I've tried many times in these past episodes to explain what these new beats are like. We think we've done it. Tempo. The vibe. We, we, yeah, we dubbed I mean, it there's several different vibes, yeah. Yeah, it's just, but it's like even the punchlines are so, like, minimal now. Like, motherfuckers are going back to saying hot like fire, like cold like ice, Yeah, you know, to, like, accentuate their punchlines. Like, there's no creativity It kind of reminds me of, I forgot who said this. They went into, uh, they were with the sitting with their label, and they were told 
that uh, not to use as many words. You're using too many words. You're using too many like metaphors and blah 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 whatever. And this was shit. like this is on cannabis that shit. This I mean I don't uh, it, I don't want to say it was Joe. It could have been Joe, but like somebody of that time. So imagine that was then. So imagine now where your people are going into the label and they're they're not fighting it because they think they want this money, they want the fame, they want to make music. So it's like, okay, less words. All right, scratch out half the song and just use as and like, and that's it. Yeah, a whole lot of likes in there, a whole lot of that shit. Yeah. But then it's like, you know, that's the thing about writers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a writer. You're able to break down these verses. Mm-hmm. You look at all these these TikTok videos, these Snapchat videos, yeah. Instagram story videos, these these ten to fifteen second videos. You never see anybody going reciting a verse, not unless it's like a M or J. As far as these new acts, you I never see. see anybody in their car mm-hmm. yeah. reciting a verse. Mm-hmm. What you'll see them do is a couple of skirt skirts. Yeah. Ad libs chorus. Ass, yeah. yeah. So yeah. as the writer, we're breaking down how corny and simple these verses are. Mm-hmm. But to these kids, yo, this song is such a vibe. It's mm-hmm. the hottest yeah. shit out. He's fine. He's up next. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy when they say like they got bars. The, yeah. the, the definition of bars is ridiculous to me now. It's 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 oversimplified. Right. And it is a little like confusing. We were just like Really? Like that, that, that's, that's, that's what that's that's, that's what bars? gets you. So I always wondered, um, do you think I don't know if I ever brought this up to you. Do you think it could be either the label kind of catering to the new fans or vice versa in the sense of getting these writers in line to to put out simple songs like that? Because the fact that they're thinking of that as like, oh, that's just bars. Oh, my God, this is amazing. But to us. I mean, to you guys, I don't write anymore, but, like, to you guys, it's like, oh, this is, that's nothing. Like, that's a fraction of what I do. As much as I want to feel like it's easier for guys like us to do it because it's like, all right, we're used to writing so much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we can take some stuff out. At the same time, it's just like, it just doesn't feel like I'm doing what a writer should be doing if I'm going to resort to rapping like these guys rap. And I feel like I'm dumbing myself down. I don't want to dumb myself down. I know I'm. But some people will take the bag to dumb their, themselves. And down. I get it because it's a business. At the end of the day, you got to yeah. feed your family, pay your bills. But it's just like as a writer, like the writer side of me feels mm-hmm. like I'm cheating myself. But, if I were to dumb myself down. But how? But what do you think? It's like the chicken or the egg. Which came first? Was it this new casual fan that wants the simple songs, or was it the label trying to <clears throat> like mold? these people into like, like just things like he said with 97 if they start drilling into your head that so, it's so this yeah way, makes sense it's yeah. gonna be that way so i think that the labels are the only ones who can really of, yeah, bring yeah. it back to making lyricism a thing i just don't know how they're gonna do it they don't want positive music on the radio no they don't want mm-hmm. something that's gonna like uh let uh blacks and hispanics like uh be more independent about their money they mm-hmm. want to keep them slaves like this is still viacom that's yeah. like you know leading these networks. I don't think I heard Wally sue me on. You don't. That, those are types of songs that, that need was more attention. Yeah, that, that shit was because beautiful. our biggest, our biggest. Um, and he's a radio person. Yeah. yeah. Our biggest way to you know the people that we should be getting that from is 105 High 97. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah. But step outside the bubble, mm-hmm. and you might get that. 
20 million times. Yeah. It's like this. <clears throat> um, I, I forgot who wrote um, the Harry Potter books. Uh, J.K. Rowling. 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 Okay. Oh, I always said Rowling. No, Rowling. It is Rowling, Rowling. Yeah. Could that writer mm-hmm. take the cat in the hat and mm. fucking take that and go off on it and it'll make you appreciate Cat in the Hat better, right? Because it was it's like the the, the um the, the the new movie that came out, the the Superman Justice shit. League. Oh, yeah, yeah, the should. Justice League. Yeah. yeah. You got you got what radio gives us. You, mm-hmm. We got that in 2017. That point mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And you got the writer who just gave us four hours of what a picture is supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gives a deluxe version. And we so, haven't had a three, four hour movie like that in a minute. So think about it. Uh, that's actually, that's, that's a great you're point. Good. Yeah. You're good. That's, that's what <laughs> yeah, it all comes down to. Yeah. You got what the radio is force feeding us, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we're made to believe. This is what's hot. This is what's supposed to be hot. And yeah. this is what's supposed to be heard. Yeah. This is what's supposed to be seen. Yeah. We're just not getting this for whatever reason. This is stopping that. Right. Yeah. So then what do you think is going to have to take place? Kind of like what I said before. Is it going to come down to the labels, the, the higher ups to force this change to like beat it into people's head? Like, hey, maybe lyricism is the way to go. Do you think that's the only way for shit to change in this bubble? Or is it going to be something more drastic? Something more drastic. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like, but then again, it's, it's, it's New York um, in a way. The, the suits, not New York, the people, but the suits. The suits, yeah, mm-hmm. the higher-ups. Them always finding a way to put a block on things mm-hmm. or whitening it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who's to say Jersey doesn't... You know, something happens in Jersey where Jersey now has its own version of a high 97 and 105.1 combined. Mm-hmm. It's going to take that for Jersey. Right. Mm-hmm. For that to start shaking the ground. But once again, you got these suits that whiten everything up. Look at Versus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Yeah. What happened? They, 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 they made a deal with. Um, Triller. Yeah. yeah. Did you really have to do that? It was I mean, Apple for the bag. It was the Apple, Apple bag. Yeah. The, the for deal the, fell yeah, out. Because it was Apple first, which also I I heard, I uh, forgot from who, I heard the theory of why they didn't postpone um, D'Angelo was because that was the let, that could have been an episode deal with Apple and that was the last episode and they're like, all right, quick, let's get out of this. For a trailer. And that's why they did the trailer thing. Yeah. But look, it and it's kind of disguised with the equity shit too. Good point. What were, you, what were you about to say? Oh yeah, go ahead, Beth. Sorry. Look where look where versus began from. Mm. Swiss in his car, Timberland in the studio. Yeah. yeah. Um Teddy Riley and um Babyface. Babyface. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the lines, mm-hmm. it, it, it whitened up a little. Someone put some white out on, on that ink. Mm-hmm. And now we got this whole spectacle. Yeah. Why yeah, did yeah. you guys need to do this? Yeah. I was cool with like how D, uh, DJ Premier and RZA did their shit. Exactly. Yeah, and that was that. to us. That was just like really RZA. You got the fucking. You got the TV in the background. You got all this art. Like he had. Like he set up. So we thought like okay. And then Teddy Riley. Like we thought he was doing it big. And then all of a sudden, it maybe it could have been the Apple shit when they switched. Is and once again, it's it's mm-hmm. this is it suits. Yeah. yeah, the dunk contest. Oh, man. Uh, 
<laughs> just that whole yeah. The choir bringing the car on the court. Yeah, it's that was wild. Like, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I remember just I was at work and I looked up. I was like, wait, do they got a car? The just fuck? keep, just keep it pure. And mm-hmm. that's why the Bronx. Yeah. You know, is 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 such it it became an underrated borough mm. because a lot of the Bronx is still traditional. Yeah. Yes. Where mm. and I'm not I'm not saying every <laughs> other borough might end up. I'm just saying, you know, every borough has its you know, has its strong points. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just the Bronx a lot of the Bronx has they they haven't caved in. No, no, mm-mm. and I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't see the Bronx caving in. No, I don't. see They it. really shouldn't. They should mm-mm. be the last ones to cave in, if anything. Yeah. Again, I mean, it's the beginning. That the yeah, genesis of this shit. Harlem too. And Harlem, yeah, yeah. Harlem, I mean. Well, just New York in general. Gentrifying as fuck right now. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I, I went to Harlem not too long ago, and I was just like, this white lady just walking this little dog. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck am I right? I'm one thirty third. I was like, where am I right now? Yeah, I've been home in a minute, but I'm sure. Yeah, I believe yeah. it's like that. That's happened a lot though, and that's what's happening in the game right now. It's just being mm-hmm. gentrified, but in a sense of lyricism just being pushed out. Yeah, and I do like what ooh this whole theory. Ooh, my bad. I just shook, shook the mics. Um, applying it to like the Jersey scene, mm-hmm. which it's it's always kind of a thing with like the the artists that um, I'm around. And you, you're seeing like the clicks, and you're seeing this and that. Where I, in relating to the bubble, I feel like there's just there's the tri-state bubble, and then to go along with that, there's just several little tiny bubbles where it's yeah. like, all right, and you guys are hot shit. But when you go go out to these events, they never burst their bubbles to nah. meet anybody else. Like they'll be, they'll say hi. It's damaging. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like they don't like step out of it. We our bubbles don't like you can just. Just burst it. Just say hi. Like, you know, feature on something else. Work with this person. Work with that. Like, you're giving this person props, but you're probably never going to listen to their music or never work with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. you know, what, like hot shit. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, I feel like rappers like us, like, we're put into a certain bubble ourselves with a lot of these newer artists. Like, a lot of these shows that I go to, I'm, like, one of the few lyrical rappers. So people see us and, like, yo, this next man is all about bars. And then I come off the stage and everybody's like, you might get this a lot too. Like, yo, man, you you real hip hop. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And what are you doing then? So what is it, the music that you're doing? Are you not hip hop yourself? Why are you calling me real hip hop? Like, it almost feels like it's a backhanded compliment at times. Like, it, you're, you're shitting on what I'm doing because I'm actually doing the traditional thing and putting thought into this shit and not just trying to make everybody dance. Or when the hoes gets to mind, it's like, oh, he, he... He rapping, rapping. He rapping, yeah. he rapping. That, that, that's a backhanded compliment. Like, what you, know, you mean I'm rap, rapping? So I should announce, to be facetious, see? That yeah. was the word from before. Uh, <laughs> to be facetious, I should just announce you guys. All right, this next one coming up right now. He's a rapper, rapper. Yeah, I got, no. I, Bars. I, I, the one show I did for, uh, for Derek Tavenier, the host, motherfucker's like, yeah, next guy, he's a real lyrical cat coming out of Jersey. <sighs> like, that pissed me off. But you see, it's, it's, it's just, you know, I've learned to be like, Mm-hmm. Quick with responding in certain ways. Yeah, you have to, because it, it would have been one of them things where it's like, okay, now I'm gonna get on, and I'm gonna say some shit where it's like, nobody's fucking with me. Yeah. Oh, he be- does it all the time. Because it's like, you know what? If you want to paint that picture, then let's act on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I swear, I went. This is um, I went to the Blue Room and Sea Caucus. Okay. How is that? I haven't been there yet. 
Huh? Um, no, wait, wait, I'll ask you off air. Blue, is that the right one next, next to, to the Asian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've been there a couple I've, times. I have yet to go. I always wanted right, to go. I, I mean, I mean, you know, the blue room that no longer exists. Right. But um, I went to this one showcase. Mm-hmm. Wow, I felt so out of place. Because yep. I was the only rapper in there. Um, yep. Not saying that these guys weren't rappers. You see, the thing with me is this, right? And it kind of goes back to my first time I check it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a strategic move I do. I go, I say to myself. Right. One, because as a Scorpio, I'm mapping out everything, everybody in the room. I'm checking gotcha. everybody's vibe. Yeah. I need to know what's going on. Because, you know, going to certain venues, you look at certain people and mm-hmm. they have this mean mug on their face. Yep. Yeah. So... The thing, thing you're supposed to do as a lyricist, and it happens, network. Yeah. yeah. Introduce yourself. I'm like, yo, you rocking tonight? I bet. I'm I'm going to check to see what you got. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that you're supposed to you're supposed to do that with both sexes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what happens is that when you go to introduce yourself to Shorty, now you got you got this heat coming. Dude, yes. you know, and then it's like, you know, it. so it just got to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to stick to myself. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. when I get off the stage, that's when that's, that's yeah. when it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I go to check it. My first time there. This is the, I believe this is the first time um, wrestling drummers there. Um, and a couple other cats. Shout out to Jack. Yeah, WD. there was some. I, re- I kind of remember your your show. That was There was a few people there, like new. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a couple new cats there. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm watching everything. I'm watching everybody on the guy, but and I'm just sticking to myself because I know I nobody knows what's about to happen. Right. Because my I'm, my my thing <clears throat> my thing when I perform, energy. Yeah. So, so someone who's probably not paying attention or paying attention is like, oh, this guy's been sitting over here by himself for like the past thirty five minutes. <laughs> let's see what he yeah. Let's see what he does, and yeah. it's like oh. Oh okay, oh that's that okay. Oh, and then yeah. what happened is, and and every video that I reposted from that night didn't come from my phone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one of them things. It's it's a it's a bit of a strategic move. It's good. It's a bit of. I mean, it's it's one of them things where it's like, okay, I'm wa- I'm now I'm watching the room. I'm when everybody's performing. Doesn't matter where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Well. It, Aside from Checker, because Checker it, is not really so much a front to back, yeah, like a club pyramid. Yeah, it'll it's yeah. gonna be different also now, spot but in that great spot. Yeah. yeah. So normally, when even in even in um Blue Room at mm-hmm. the time, I watch people perform, and and always with these new guys, they go up there with their whole crew. Oh God! And what makes it worse is is when some that. of their crew is not on stage and they have dreads and they standing in front and you standing behind someone with dreads. <laughs> now you gotta move back because it's like yo, one of them dreads is gonna hit me in the eye. Shit. Yeah. So they on stage. <laughs> that happened to me before. I was and knocked out my glasses. Yeah. No. Like <laughs> gave me PTSD just now. That um, they start jumping around. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I I'm looking at them. I was like, okay, I appreciate the energy. Right. Right. Then I start looking at the people. I look at the back of the room. Mm-hmm. I work my way. My vision goes from the back of the room to the front. Mm-hmm. If you don't have everybody in the back rocking, that's yeah. It's easy to have the front rocking because all your people move to the front. Mm-hmm. Right, right. If you don't have the if you don't have the back rocking and the middle rocking, more so the back. Yeah. 
then it's like, okay, then what are you really doing? Yeah. Besides jumping around on stage. Because they're, they get so enthralled with like the, their people up front that they, they think they're killing it, but they're not, you really do have to perform. Mm-hmm. For the back of the club, you have to. Yeah, you have to. The, those are, your, those are the, the new people. people. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. You're those new like perspective listeners. So yeah. it's these little clicks mm-hmm. that it could be damaging. Right. Yeah. It's damaging because then it then you know Jersey as a whole is like yo, there's so much talent mm-hmm. from here to Trenton to East Orange to. It fucking, is a lot. Yeah, there's a, Edison. There's a lot of talent, yeah. but what true. happens is that you you know mm-hmm. if if you're not if you're not posseed up or you know what I mean, it's just you're the outsider. Yeah, yeah. And so is you know my that's why a long time ago, I don't know if you I remember, but I had did the, um, the end of quarantine and rap. I started shouting out every other platform, every other podcast mm-hmm. for a reason. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yo, like, you know, combined great minds is something special can happen. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So then, you know, that's that's what it is. I mean, you know, it, once again, going back to what you said and these little clicks mm-hmm. is going to is it's it could be damaging if it's not already damaged. That's a good point. It's kind of getting to that point where there's just a lot of people that would be like, I really don't want to work with him. I don't even really want to even say hi when I see him at events because it's just so awkward. Mm-hmm. And he's nice as hell, and, but it's just like I can't even, like trying to network with some of these people and blah, 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 whatever. So I do hear that, and it's and it's like kind of going by counties and shit now, and it's, just, it's very just weird. It's very weird. It, and then what happens, what tends to happen too, is that you wind up clicking up mm-hmm. with – the rest of the outsiders mm-hmm. and yeah. so now you're one yeah because now it's like you you know what they see what i see mm-hmm. and in order for for my mission to you know everybody has the same mission because we all see the same thing we all see what needs to be done mm-hmm. band together now we're fucking making moves yeah right. like yo um, where we in we about to go into what april july all right, what we're going to do, we're going to put money away, and we're going to go to France. Because there's a spot out there. There's an open mic out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've been in um, talks with, 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 the, um, with the organizer. I bet. Seven of us, seven of us got a flight booked now to, to go to France. Mm. And that's what happens. That's, yeah. If you're going to click up, you got to click up that way. Yeah. Right. Because then what are you clicking up for? To stay doing Just, these yeah, the same, yeah, bathroom same shows? Right. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, you have to like expand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And yeah, it's better when you're doing it with a click of people, like-minded individuals that can that see the vision as well. That yeah. know it's just more than staying in this place in this bubble. Yeah. When you don't move past the gas station, then you're not doing anything. Mm-mm. Right. But jumping around on stage with twenty dudes behind you, be st- be smart about it. If you're gonna have twenty people jumping on stage. Hire 20 models. Yeah. I agree, yeah. And not, and not 20 dreadheads. I, I, I agree with that. No, because it also shows uh, insecurity in your performance if you need to have your boys on stage with yeah. you over your shoulder. Because those are dudes you practice with in your room or whatever, if you even do practice. I've seen it tons of times. These dudes don't feel comfortable unless they got their boys hyping them up. Yeah, like I had um, my cousin works or manages whatever, this one artist. And he's, they've been working for a, a while now. And he's good. He's nice. But there are little things that he could 
you know, change, his, you know, little things like that that I've noticed. Um, but, hey, I wasn't formally asked to help, so I'm not going to help. But I was it one show we had in Teaneck. It was like his it was a showcase that they, they did. And he was like the headliner of it. And he got up there with like 15 people. And I go to my cousin. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Why are there so many people on stage? He's like, what do you mean? As he walks up on stage and I'm just like, oh, OK, this is just the vicious cycle because the same artist has performed at my shows, but he'll be solo or just with the one person that's on there. But I think because this was in Devonair or Mexicali where they have like the full stage and he and him headlining, he wanted literally to bring everybody. And I'm just looking up like this is not a yeah, good I don't look. See the point in it it's not a good look. Only like, the big timers do that and they just kinda stay <clears throat> off to the side. Not even. <laughs> like, the only way that makes you look good as an artist, <laughs> yeah. no lie, is the festival stage. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. Casual fans will always love that I think for the most part. But festivals I wouldn't have a problem with it. That's the only way that makes sense. And even with that, it it all depends on the artist, too, and it all depends on the type of festival you're going into. Mm -hmm. That you got to, all right, bet, this is how I'm going to do it. You have to plan it out. It's like, yo, you got to let eight of my people in, and there's eight dudes. Now you got, now it's a sausage party on stage. Yeah, and none of them got a verse on the song. Shirts are (laughs) off. Yeah, <laughs> just and they doing dances. They they got choreographed dances. Hands are on hips, arms are on shoulders, and it's just one big male orgy. Never yeah. with bottles of just henny and they shit all, doing all that, around. That, it's uh, never a good look. Pop smoke ghetto can can. Yeah, it's just crazy. No, so, no we're potting. We're potting. I was like, no, shut the fuck up. Like, all right, <laughs> no, we're potting right now. And then he's just like, okay. <laughs> but did it, no, did it, we're recording. By the way, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Right. No, we were just having a great conversation about uh, wh- how we like to have our guest episodes. Yeah, the media side of Ray. Yeah, much. the media side of Ray. So we, when we have our guests here, we give them the option of just doing the regular, standard media train. I'm asking you a question, really you answer that right. But we give no. That, that was no. So I honestly, that was we did talk about. Oh Jesus, I just fucked up the mic. Uh, uh, we did talk about giving the option, but we never did once we found our groove with it. So yeah. we just, we just, just ne- we never went to that. Man. It's a fucking podcast. I think it started day. with Trip actually when yeah. we were just like, all right, yeah. well, you're just gonna we're gonna talk a bunch of bullshit and then talk about you and then talk some more bullshit and then yeah. get back to it's you. It's not it's not radio. It's not the right. traditional interview. Like this is us just kicking the shit. Yeah, and then with quarantine and rap, which uh, what was your last guest? Who was your last guest? I just missed it. The last guest was Johnny JC. Mm-hmm. Um, from Jersey mm-hmm. um, He interviewed me about mm, Eight to ten years ago When oh, he was shit. doing um, Union County College okay. um, He okay. had a show called The Kickback Show And um, my, my guy Sage and Tyler Hooked me up with that So you know when quarantine I guess when me and Johnny Started getting back into the mix of things Like mm-hmm. you know Keeping um, communication. Yeah, I guess he was. He saw what qu- quarantine and rap was, and they, he was. He's been wanting to get on. Yeah. So it, it was just a matter of when. Okay. And you know, it all worked out. Nice. It worked out. All right. So let's get into the quarantine and rap thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this happened during quarantine. It was this an idea that you had <laughs> previously? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, my thing was I've always wanted to get into like. I want. I flirted with the idea of getting into radio. Right. Yeah. Um, 
couple years back. I took a picture in on uh, 15 Minutes of Fame. I was there for a recording session, mm-hmm. but I took a picture in front of the mic. Right. So, you know, didn't know it was going to take for quarantine to happen. <laughs> with it, um, I kept, you know, someone kept drilling. You need to work on in your engagement. It's like I bet. So I'm just start going. Ra- I'm just gonna start going live randomly mm-hmm. and I talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it was like, okay, I don't want to keep randomly going live. I'm gonna go live on Thursdays. <laughs> and so then that turned into you need to come up with a name for your show. I don't know. Wow, quarantine and rap. It's not so much the rap part. Is not so much rapping. It's that old school way of like, yo, let me rap with you real quick. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. So, and yeah. rap. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. Okay, so that's where it came out. Now, um, now the show, the format, how would you explain the format? Is it standard interview or are you kicking the shit with them as well? Well, what I try to do, um, for one, I try to bring guests on that um, have a, like some type of establishment. Right. Yeah. Um, the, you know, I... Maybe I, I guess in a way I'm kind of wrong for this, but I never really want their bio. Mm. I made that mistake. Um, <laughs> I never really want their bio because I want to be able to pull information from them. That's whoever's watching that they can take from it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because as an artist myself, I hate when because I. Here goes the whole breakdown of internet let's hear radio. It. Yeah, let's hear it. Send me a short bio. Yeah. You send them a paragraph's worth of a bio. Mm-hmm. You go to the radio station. You go well. You go to the building where the radio show is at. All right. Now the show is about an hour. So for the first fifteen to twenty minutes, they're shooting the shit. They're talking about current events, what happened, blah 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 blah. The topic of the day, whatever. Cut into the music. That's probably about another good five to ten minutes. Enters the room. Sit down. When we come back, introduce yourself. Um, such and such. From such and such. Yep. All right. Um, who are your influences? Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Right. When did you start doing music? <laughs> hey, this is the topic of the day. What are your thoughts on it? We're going to get into your music. Introduce the song now. Now, mind you, you send them two songs, so you introduce the first one, but you don't introduce the second one. Oh. Come back from them playing both your songs. You introduced after introducing the first, they're still gonna play the second. You come back. I want to thank you for joining us here. Um, any shout outs? Let everybody know where they can find you. Interview over, right? I just broke down the entire game plan. Of a corny ass interview. That's every radio yeah. interview. That's that every radio Now, interview, mind yeah. you, you send them your music. That's the first and only time you hear your music get played on that platform. Right. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, quarantine and rap, I don't like taking people's bios for right. a reason because mm-hmm. I want to tap into you as an artist. I want to be able to throw questions at you that I have mm-hmm. as an artist. What do you think about this? Well, how do you feel about. Um, there being so many um, podcast platforms. Oh, what do you think about this? Um, um, what do you think about 
What do you think about the Joe Budden podcast possibly being over? There's certain things that I try to get into with mm-hmm. the artists, and then it's like I, I I dive into their music. Yeah. What inspired this um album? Yeah. What was the direction? Mm-hmm. Before I go, what's next? At, um, the first season, what I was doing was, um, at the end, I would do like a like a little trivia. I'm gonna name some artists on a scale from one to five mics, mm-hmm. like the source. Yep. Yeah, one to five mics. Um, I'm gonna throw some names at you, and you mm-hmm. let me know how many um mics you think that'll go. And you'll probably get a three mic. You probably get a four. You probably get a five. It all depends on. Do you think that artist thinking they might do they have chemistry chemistry with the artist that I name? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you know, not everything works just because of the name. Mm-hmm. But. For the for the most part, um, I do eventually tap into the music. Yeah, it's just I want to be able to pull information from you as an independent artist who used to be on a major label. Right. Mm, okay. Where did it go wrong? Or wait, instead of asking where did it go wrong, find out, find a way to get them to say something about the transition from independent from major to independent and then you can kind of go from yes. there of course yeah, yeah. because eventually it, yeah. everything always ties back to what you first and it's asked gonna them. unravel yeah, yeah. yes mm-hmm. I, see the I love the circle backs i'm really yeah. good at those too no you you, you yeah. gotta i've i've uh i've mastered you gotta them, go for that yeah uh, i can't wait to see how you to pull circle this back actually right, no. out, i Relax. already circled back <laughs> I, this my, I already got one in so you're good Oh, I'll say because it's my turn then to circle back. Yeah, it is. that's what you're saying. <laughs> I'll figure it out at some point. I'll circle back when it does. I'm gonna have that light bulb moment. I'm like, aha, uh-huh. over here. <laughs> now, no, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry, no. Yeah. We're going back to quarantine and rap now. When yeah. you're pulling questions from artists that way, how has the response been? Like, have they been taken aback? Have they been ready for it? Did they not expect it? Did they end up hating the experience? Like, what's what's it been? Have you gotten a little bit of everything? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're just not ready for it. I know we talked about off air. Yeah. So aside from that, how else has the response <laughs> been? Because that was crazy, that story. Yeah. Uh, the craziest thing really, man, is when they randomly just give me props during the interview. Okay. I don't ask them to do this. Like, you know, Chris Rivers did it and mm-hmm. um, Johnny Denver did it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just randomly happens and it's like, yo, like, word. Yeah. Because, you know, like the whole... The thing is to protect the artist. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to talk about anything controversial. Right. If you mention it, that's what you did. You pulled that trigger. Right. But my thing is to protect the artist. Mm. I'm not here to talk about the wrong. I'm here to talk about you and your journey. Yeah, right. of course. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was the question again? Oh, just the what oh, response you've gotten from other mm, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I what I do after every interview is I ask. I, I tell them to stay on. Right. Right? And that's like, I just want to make sure everything went smooth for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, everything. I love that. I love your line of questioning. Word, because once again, I'm not asking you what what you normally ask. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to ask you that. For example, I'm going to give you guys a perfect scenario. I want to interview Cuban Link because I know mm-hmm. I'm staying away from the fat Joe questions. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Why kinda, would you, I am kind of tired of those. Yeah, 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 like, why would you want, as an artist, why would you want to keep being asked about Fat Joe? Yeah. Why do you want it? Why do you keep talking about Fat Joe? Yeah, that whole thing was, yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you yeah. know, not only is it doing your homework, mm-hmm. but it's like, yo, like, I know I could do a much better job. Yeah. yeah. Because I know I'm going to not only protect Cuban Link, mm-hmm. but 
I know what I want to tap into. Yeah. From 24K to, to Chain Reaction. Yeah. Even, like, if I could get my hands on Cuban Link now, he um, previewed Letter to Pun 2 on Doggy Diamonds. Mm. I heard about it, but I didn't, I didn't hear it. So it's like, uh, I know what I can tap into, and that's... Yeah. That's what you want to do. If you're doing this, this is what you want to do. Why would you want to? Why would anybody want to talk about something they talked about twenty minutes? That you times? heard many yeah. times before in other. Because yeah. I feel like, especially in the beginning, you can definitely say this: the whole sensa- sensationalism and like trying to get that first bite and like, oh, like trying to see if you if he'll say anything about Fat Joe that can be a headline or clickbait, whatever. But after twenty mil- million times. What else is going to change? Yeah, that clip has already been clickbait. Like, are you other at this point? Yeah, at this point, are you just trying to get him? Like, well, you know, in any case, an artist so frustrated at the same question that he that he or she is going to they're going to react different, maybe? Like, I just or is it just lazy? Because you at the you have to do your research, like you have to. But and then too, especially for somebody like that, yeah, they do, people do protect artists. For example, for for example, um. When Rem had to fall out with Fat Joe, there is a diss track where Rem talked about writing for Fat Joe. Yeah. People skip over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, I'd probably, I'd probably be the one to ask about it. Only because you've had all this, all this protection. Now I'm going to be the one to, to ask you about it. Now, do you think that would come off as controversial? It would. Okay. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. But you don't have an issue with bringing that up in that sense. No. I think if okay. you're like the first few... I don't think it's a problem. No, but it's okay. like at, when you're like after 20 million, you're just like, nah. Because not only Why do, do I take that clip and and throw it out there, you either answer the question mm-hmm. or you dodge the question. Either way, it's, it's gonna be it's out there. It happened. It happened. Yeah, it happened. So either way, you still have a reaction, and no reaction is still a reaction. Right. Very yeah. true. Now, is Cuban Link pretty much your dream guest? Your dream interview? Yeah, if you had to interview anybody. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's more for me. It's more about doing the song with him than it is me interviewing him. Gotcha. <laughs> I want I want to interview him for as a fan. Yeah. But not so much whereas as oh I need him as a guest. Right. Only because I want to prove that I can do a better job with Cuban <coughs> Link than yeah. anyone has done with him. Right. You can really get the raw stuff from him, the stuff that needs to be talked about yeah. that he wants to let out but hasn't had the right platform to do right. so. Right. Which no. is pretty wild to think that after all this time, they're still asking about Fat Joe. That's just going to stick with you. I mean, I just like if you were to interview, let's say, like Young Buck, he's, you're going to get 50 Cent questions. You're going to mm-hmm. get G oh, yeah, questions of course. no of matter course. what. Uh, do you think they still like question Rem about uh, Nikki? Probably, right? Depending I haven't seen on any the interviews lately. Depend- yeah, depending on the timing. Yeah, yeah. it's all it's yeah. all on what if like it, if there's recent Nikki shit they might made me if it's a gossip right. type of site or a platform that's known for bringing up gossip then I can see that being brought up they always bring up old beefs or mm-hmm. but old it's associations not their thing yeah it's gossip but it's they also music wise because I mean it's not like it was like the greatest um, diss tracks yeah but they made some sound they made some noise. So uh, it's not just the gossip part of it. So I always wondered if they would still. I mean, I mean, now it's like there's no. I like I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, Yeah. because it happened. It's not like it's still happening. But nobody wants to hear about Cuban Link and Fat Joe anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's why I always wondered. Is like it's always one of those things that I feel like people would still bring up. The funny thing about 
Cuban is that at one point I almost got at him. Mm, what do you okay. mean? What happened? I mean, this is what happened, right? All right. Break it down. We were both <laughs> being catfished by the same female. Okay. Okay. Get um, the fuck out. Great start already. <laughs> Shit. So what happened was <laughs> she would relay messages from, you know, she would take something out, you know, and to him. Okay. Same from from him to me. So I must have told her something that I wasn't rocking with. And he said something about me feeling hurt. I jumped in his I jumped in his messages. Okay. Like Shit. I'm not the one. Right. Okay. I see for some for a student, I'm I'm not the one. Right. And yeah. basically from there, you know what I mean? Like well, you gotta it, do it what was, you gotta it was, do. It was, yeah. it was it was not it was maybe what? Two or three um, long messages. Um, <clears throat> once, once, once he got my message, and you know, what I mean, he spoke his piece. It was no, it was no beef. That's but, good though. But I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Right, right. I was already preparing for it. Of course, <laughs> as, as you should. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, you know, to. that's the thing that like, you have to be able to separate the fan from from the man. Right. Yeah, because no matter what, you still there is still respect that has to be there, right. and. As long as you respect yourself, then you know the difference for sure. I guess yeah, that. because you know what I mean? Like, we, I've met him. I literally went in Union City. I knew the recording studio he was recording in, and I purposely started recording there because I knew I was going to meet him. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay. And when I told the dude who ran the studio, he's like, you know what? I'm going to introduce you to Cuban. In fact, stay the extra hour because Cuban's coming at 11. Oh, look. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, no, 12, because I used to. This is when four-hour sessions used to be popping. The four-hour block, yeah. <laughs> so it was from eight to twelve. Um, Cuban walked in. He was on. He was by the door. I was on the other side of the room. I said, "What up?" I said, "What up?" Boom. Then he. Then when I left, that's when um, the dude who ran the studio told him about me. So by the third time I saw him, he already knew my name. Gotcha. Okay. So even up until recent, like we send each other messages here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I he already told me what it is as far as um collabing. Um, but there's always something to happen that makes you. Let me hold off a little bit. I was supposed to have my quarantine rap. Okay. Mm, yeah. But when it came, we used to we used to promote the show starting Sunday. Yeah. So by Saturday we wasn't getting the word from his manager. Ah. So mm. it was like yo. We're just going to have to cancel the episode because mm-hmm. he's not responding. Even even gave him up until Monday. Damn. No response. No so it was like, you know what? Just bad business. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, you, know, you never know the timing of things. Yeah. It's the divine timing. Everything happens in, mm-hmm. in timing. Yeah. So it was just, it just wasn't meant to happen then. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, with that and once again, trying to get him on quarantine and rap. Yeah. Um. There was a situation where I'm I'm included in this text message thread. Me, Cuban, and someone else. You know, my manager's trying to get Cuban on quarantine and rap. So I'm in I'm in Buffalo Wild Wings with my fam. Mm-hmm. I look at my phone, and I just see like 15 messages. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so now I don't have Cuban's number. Yeah. So I'm like, what is this? Until it gets to a point where Cuban sends a picture. Yeah, he's in a hotel in the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. He wanted me and my manager to go to the Mohegan Sun with two hundred dollars, not for him, 
but um to gamble like yeah, say at yeah. the casino okay yeah okay bring the camera and you get the the cuban link experience Wow. Not only, okay. not only did that shit sound funny, and it's still funny as hell to this day. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. But it was like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. It's just one of the things. It was like, no. So they actually gave you those instructions, like come here, bring two hundred. Cuban Link actually gave the instructions. Wow, yeah. okay, that's that's different. It's funny as hell. <laughs> it's different as fuck. It's funny mm-hmm. as hell. But um, yeah, no, like it just didn't happen because one is like. I'm I'm in a restaurant, and I'm looking at all these. What's going on yeah, right yeah, now? Mad yeah. loss right now. Like, what the fuck is? <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, it doesn't it doesn't make it like it, it's just funny. Like I don't I don't it doesn't make me dislike him in yeah. any way because it, it's it's funny when you like what celebrities yeah. be moving different. So and and, and wow. I guess it it kind of looked the way. So when my manager was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, no, it's not that. He's like, I get it. You're in Connecticut. You want to have fun. That's all good. Like, yeah. You know how it looks to someone who doesn't know. It looks kind of industry-ish. Yeah, yeah, it does. But yeah. it's just, you right. know what I mean? Like, come hang out. Mm-hmm. Bring your camera. Bring some money so we can chill. Hit the casino. Get the interview in. That's basically what it all came down to. But the way that the picture was drawn... It, yeah, just, it was just been, drawn funny. Yeah. It would have been like for a dope like scenery, like just the background of the game, like, you know, the whole interaction like while you guys are at it. Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. Show. Yeah. But just like you said, the delivery of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, was, turned it, you was, off. it was funny as hell. Oh, and I don't mean funny like mm-hmm. um, like shady funny. I mean funny like you want me to go to where? Yeah. yeah. With two hundred dollars. Yeah. Like that, I would be taken Wait, aback what? by that too. Like it's it's a running. You know how long it's gonna take me to get there? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a running joke. Uh-huh. It's like oh, you know, you guys want the interview? You guys gotta have two hundred dollars and go to the Mohegan <laughs> Sun. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it's just funny as hell. But the thing is that uh-huh. I still have you know what I like. I still have the information for the collab with him. It's just a matter of if I want when I want to do it. Yeah. Because once again. You gotta, you know, even if you drop the deposit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I don't. Always gonna be I don't. What want if it's to like have... the first time around where they weren't answering you guys and some shit? Yeah, or yeah. you do all of that and it never comes out. Right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just like yeah. I just gave you because believe like look, little busy son owes me a verse. Mm. Mm. My old manager, Scott LaRock Jr., the son of DJ Scott LaRock, right. took yeah. money from me. Yeah. And I thought, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm over here thinking I'm paying to be played on on um, Static Selector show. Like sorting? Hot 97. Yeah. And what, I thought the last straw really was the Chris Rivers verse. You didn't get one? Oh, what, he, he was supposed to get you one? Supposedly. But mm-hmm. uh, once, once it came to light... Mm-hmm. It was just like, yo, Chris Rivers sent the verse, but I didn't like it. Well, that's my decision. Yeah, yeah. what do you, what do you so mean? So, <laughs> pretty much, you know, it was more than $200 mm. that he got me for. Because mm-hmm. my thing is this, man. I'm an understanding person. Right. Yeah. If you needed that money for something, mm-hmm. let me know. Yeah. You're going to need to pay it back. 
Yeah. But let me know what. Let me know. Be honest. Instead of extorting it and you know. Right, making it seem like oh. And robbing somebody. Blind, you're gonna be played much. on this show at this time, and <laughs> I tune in. I get the whole serious mm-hmm. XM account, mm-hmm. and Nothing. bro, they didn't play me. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. So it's just you know. Once you lie, you have to create another lie to back up that lie. And yeah. then it just starts. It's, it's a snowball effect. Like, how right. do you go to that extent of saying, all right, tune in at this time. They're going to play it, this and that. No, what, all right, what, what else do you have next? Yeah. Like, that's like, it? Okay. So then, and you just keep repeating this for every platform, pretty much. That's kind of what you almost went through. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I went through that kind shit of was wild. Situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, yeah, people can be really fucked up in this business. Yeah. So it's like, but for guys like mm-hmm. me and you, it's like, what keeps you going knowing that probably a big chunk of the artists that we want to interact with are probably the same way like what keeps you going love yeah love for the craft yeah yeah pretty much you know music music is going to be there for you happy sad lonely um in a group setting there's always going to be music yeah and that's honestly what just keeps it going because you know, you start you start thinking of everything else that you've done because it's like, you know, you can be encouraged, but you can also get discouraged. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then you start thinking as like, you know, I won, you know, I have four independent music awards. I did three festivals. If I wasn't doing anything with my music, then I probably would have just, that's it. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, you start thinking, it's like, wait a minute now, nah, but it's like, I was able to get recognized by this person. I did this, and this person responded, and I I managed to make someone cry by listening to that song. Like these are the things that is like, mm-hmm. yo, you know what? I do have a I, like my voice is is important. It matters. Only you know when it's time. Right. Yeah. It mm-hmm. your time. It doesn't. You know, it's not in the hands of someone who double crossed you. Yes. Mm-hmm. If anything, that's just a chapter in your book. Yeah. Right. That's that's for you to speak on when it's time to speak on it. Absolutely. But, you know, my time is not controlled by someone else's actions. The best part about falling down is getting up. Yeah. Right. Because you know whatever happened wasn't enough to keep you down. Yeah. You was able to get back up on your feet. And then seeing so many people around you getting so discouraged and like, I'm sure there's plenty of artists in that same situation that got robbed blind and we're like, yeah. you know what, that's it. This isn't for me thinking that like that bad experience would happen with anybody else. And it doesn't, it, it does happen. This it's the industry, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, what was the saying? Chalk it up to the industry. Like it happens, but do you have the dedication? Do you have the love? Do you, can you be consistent enough like you have the drive can you find your purpose in this that's what it comes down to i've made too much progress yeah to just like let something go because someone took something from me that i eventually made back yeah yeah like it, it would you know what i mean uh, yeah. like I, I probably paid his rent yeah. His kids got somewhere to sleep at the end of the day. Yeah, see it in like the positive light. Like you know what, this was fucked up, but you know what? In Just, a way, you we're did gonna do move a good on. Deed. That's it. Unintentionally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My, you know, you got to take the positive out of every negative mm-hmm. yeah. because it wasn't bad enough to keep you down. You woke up this morning, right? right? You, mm-hmm. you woke up this morning. That shit is. That shit's just a chapter. Eventually, it will. 
I do speak on it. Mm-hmm. It does exist. But once again, like, you know what I mean? I might have took the, you know, I, he probably dropped me with that one, but I made it back up to my feet. Yeah. Right. Tony Touch played my music. He didn't get me that. Mm. I got that. Nice. So, you know, it's just you have to learn. Life is all about learning. Mm-hmm. You got to learn from that. You got to know yeah. next time. So you, you, you got to be smart about certain decisions you make, certain people that you connect with. Yeah. Don't just be just ones. so like, and, mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is that this dude has taken people up to Sirius XM. And that's why, you know, I always have that question. It's like, yo, why me? Mm-hmm. Well, then I start breaking down. Maybe why me? Well, when he would go on his little Facebook rants, I'd hit him up personally. That's one thing about me, too. I'll tell you. If you have a personal problem with me, hit me direct. Right, mm-hmm. right. Don't make this a public setting because yeah. social media is very one-sided. Yeah, that's, yeah. So address me privately, and this will get handled privately to where it's no, no one would ever know yeah. if there was ever anything. You go on your Facebook rants, I hit you direct. Hey, man, what's going on? Is there something that I did so to upset you? So ranting about you? Well, his artist. And when he says okay. artist, mm-hmm. it's a collect. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I got you. And I don't have my other phone because I would have, I would have, dad, I would have showed y'all. Mm. My thing is, I hit you, yo, is there anything that I, you know what I mean? Like, let right. me know. Which yeah. is the right way to go about things. Right. Yes. He's like, nah, Ray, if anything, you're the least of my worries. If anything, I want them to learn from you. You post, you repost something before I can even ask you to repost it. Yeah. Because I'm a soldier. I'm, I'm a team player. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, that'll happen. And my thing is, you know, like, you know, I. You got to, to me, it's just battle scars. Like, you know, you it just, is, man. you got to get, you got to take some hits. You can take See, some licks. Now, now I'm just coming back to my own because I, I had a similar uh, situation where I was catfished in a way. This happened like uh, coming up almost on 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if anything, it just taught me to, um, or the positive that I brought out of it was like, this game will be can turn rocky and it can get negative and people can be really fucked up but eventually like you said you woke up and you can keep pushing yeah that whole situation was crazy yeah i'm I'm definitely gonna all right well i mean in short i was a part of this collective i just gotten off uh i just left uh this three-man group that i was in yeah and i was just doing the whole little wayne yeah. Oh we shit! Oh wait, we, we, wait, wait. Hold on. Pause. Oh, we'll pause the story. No problem. Yeah, because this is. <laughs> Go ahead. Want to get more on this shit? So let's get into that. Look, for example, right? Mm-hmm. What's good, my guy? Double XL is mid next month. How new hip hop? You interview with me, huh? So okay. you, so you got me for Double XL and Hot New Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just part of it. Yeah. What else? Um. It's just a couple things. And then the crazy thing is that he never took a big portion from me. It was small. It was well, a little ex- small amounts. Right. Yeah. So, like, I'd ask him certain things. Um, like he would promise to get you on a platform. Right. Like, like a radio, like, you know, anything like that, your music played, and he wouldn't come through. Right. Yeah, like hitting me up to, to ask me if I sent them certain, you know, certain amounts. Like, my thing with him was, he told me, nah, Ray, you're the least of my worries. Oh, we good, you good. But then treated everybody else that weren't soldiers, like, better. Like, okay, no, I'm taking you, I'm taking yeah, they, them here and, and there, but not you anyway. Because my, my thing with him, like, 
like I knew what it was. All right, I'm either your artist or you're my manager. Mm-hmm. Can't be both. Right. And he probably knew like, oh, this nigga knows. You know what I mean? He ain't he ain't a buffoon. Right. Yeah. So and I never and I I never said that maliciously because mm-hmm. there was a group we were in group chats and it was like listen, you know what I mean like if if Scott is under um stress yeah listen we need he's either gonna we're either his artist or he's just gonna manage us mm-hmm. studio sessions um I work yeah. Um, I don't live in the Bronx. I don't, especially I don't live around them. Mm-hmm. They'd be in the studio while I'm at work. Yeah. I, I had told them, yo, we should get on this Rough Rider beat. What happened? I wasn't at the session. That didn't make them think, like, yo, you know what? I'm going to hold the session and I'm going to keep a verse open for you. Nah. They dropped the freestyle. But I'm such a team player that I still posted it. Yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. But it's not something that I hold on to. Yeah. And so. a lot of people would have. I think... Yeah, I think I would I would personally be salty about it. I'd be like, these motherfuckers. Like, I, how I give you the idea, and then you leave me out of it when you could have just scheduled something. And yeah. But, but then the, the the lyricist part comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, four verses. All it's going to take is a good 32 to 40 for me. It's just, you know, like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not so much the, com- the, the competitor that, that does play a part. Yeah. But it's like. What you know, the same way, the same way they got the beat, I could get the beat. Yeah. So it's really not, it's really not that serious. True. Yeah. It's not. It is something to look over. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, you can, you can, you can waste the time mm-hmm. and hold on to that and overthinking. Like, did they do this shit on purpose? Right. And, yeah. Or you can just, you know what? I'm better. I feel. It's very I easy move to fall better. into that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's natural. I'm yeah. not gonna act like it's not natural. Yeah. We're all human. Yeah. yeah it's man. natural. It's just how you. Go from there. Yeah. Right. All right. We are back. Episode 82. With Ray Pearson. Gang. What the fuck it is. Now, mm-hmm. Ray, I got to say, man, like I mentioned before in the beginning of the episode, we belong to that small subgenre of hip hop where it's like we're bar spitters or just hip hop lovers, but we also appreciate the uh, showmanship and the majesty of pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So. How big of a pro wrestling fan are you? I hope you're as big a fan as me. Are you still following? Do you WWE the main one? Do you like the independent circuits? What, what's your stance on wrestling today? Um, I'm, no, I'm still following it. I've since since a kid. I mm. as far as I can remember, mm. um, I do still follow it. Uh, my favorite brand is NXT. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, no, I still, I definitely still follow it. So follow, okay, you you in tune with what's going on now? You gonna be watching WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who's who's your right now? Let's say current in any any uh, organization, top three wrestlers. I want to hear this. Um, the Fiend. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Um. I got you a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm 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 overthinking it. I'm over here. Um, favorites like my personal favorites right now. Um, Bray Wyatt, Darby Allen, Darby, okay. Um, and um, Pete Dunne, okay. With the right. honorable honorable mention of um, Orange Cassidy. Ah, I see. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. My my top three right now would be AJ, Kenny, mm. and Finn. 
Mm. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. Finn Balor just does it for me. I think my my kid loves him too. He loves AJ Styles, but his name's also yeah. AJ. And just Kenny is just taking me by surprise. Like I had no idea who he was like up to like three years ago. Yeah. And then I saw his match with Okada, all the five star, seven star yeah. matches and shit, and I was just blown away. Now I've been following AJ since um Impact. Since, oh yeah, not even know. And then I saw his Impact matches when he was yeah. in that X Division shit. Right. And I was like, bro, I had no idea. Yeah. And then seeing him come in in WWE, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, no, that Rumble Pop was amazing. Crazy. Oh, my God. This is a nerd shit. You don't have to worry about this. No, you're good. <laughs> no, I got chills once I realized who it was. Yeah. I, I jumped. I was working um, overnight, um, concierge, and I was watching it on on my tablet. And when he came, I, I had to control myself because, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't trying to anybody fucking come out their apartment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, I've been following AJ since he's like he's definitely one of my favorites. But like right, like you know, um, yeah, no, definitely Finn Balor is. No, it's amazing, man. It's just and again, it's like I was saying before, it's the showmanship. I think because we almost see these wrestlers as like kind of MCs in a way. Yeah, like Ric Flair being the ultimate, you know, just that shit talking and just that the persona that you right. have, and we kind of carry that as MCs yeah. when we're on stage, and also just regular life when we talk to other people, like we hold that. I don't want to say gimmick. That sounds like a cheap word right. to explain it, but like the the image that we try to portray or carry. Someone told me is someone told me someone gave me this is like yo, you when when they come out of that curtain, is like you have to sell. Yes. The same shit getting on stage with even with your music. You have to, you have to become that. You have to be Ric Flair. Yeah. Or even like um. And one basketball, um, hot sauce. Yeah, you know what happened when hot sauce got the ball. You see everybody stand up because they know, they. So it's the same thing, and you. And I'm not like, um, that whole Ray shit that I do at the end of the verse. In a way, it kind of like, oh, like just like a crumb of it was like Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Or um, let me in or run. Right. So it's like you know. There is some influence. Absolutely. How you carry yourself, uh, your, you know, your presentation. Same thing. Yeah, man. And everything that comes out in the punchlines, too. Like, and it's just something that you realize that everybody kind of has a connection to, especially mm-hmm. the Attitude Era. Yeah. Like, everybody follows that. Everybody knows who Stone Cold is. Everybody knows who The Rock, Undertaker, Kane, you know, mm-hmm. those those dudes, especially the WCW cats as well, if you're a bigger fan. Right. But I think that's a big thing right now. Or it, it is a big thing. It just, you realize how many rappers really kind of live off that. Like, we all kind of take a little bit from our favorite wrestlers and right. put it into our things because it's it's the showmanship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you didn't have that, I think we'd kind of just be boring. I right. Think. We kind of need that to kind of give us our fuel. I know I've taken a lot from that, just a little bit from every wrestler whether it's the way I carry myself on stage to what I might say, mm-hmm. if I'm ever going like off the cuff. That makes so much sense. It does, yeah, yeah. That's really where it comes from. If I go off the cuff, I'm like, I'm pulling from The Rock. I might pull a little bit from Stone Cold. You know what I mean? If I get my energy, I'm thinking like Ultimate Warrior. Word. You know, niggas like that. I think it's, it's really crazy how a lot of people don't see it that way, but you can definitely see it for some rappers. And I'm trying to think like, like Smoke Dizza, Wale, West Side Gun. Yeah. Like dudes that really push that and I think the whole wrestle rap community is like a genre that hasn't really been like fully um, showcased as well as it should be even in battle rap even in battle rap perfect example right there yeah just the fact that um who's that who's my favorite battle rapper right now 
I mean, I like I like Arsenal. That's a jersey. Cat Sue Surf, uh, K Shine. There's so many Mook. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh my God! Lux. Yeah, somebody Lux. tried. I said I named Mook and Lux, and somebody tried like really to me. <sighs> Mickey Fax reposted something recently. I just looked at him like, about you, comparisons are you not aware? Like, have you heard them? <laughs> yeah, no. Someone, someone, uh, Mickey Fax reposted it, but he said uh, someone mm-hmm. had considered Mook the Jordan mm-hmm. and yeah. Lux Kareem as far as like the two goats. I can mm-hmm. see it, yeah. 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 And like they said that like Sue Surf would be considered like LeBron in a sense. Yeah, ah, see, and that, that's where it got debatable. Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Well, younger. Yeah, or possibly a KD. KD. I possibly. can see KD. Possibly. Yeah, no. No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> no, I wouldn't no. give. No, no. Who would you put up there? Or who would you consider, like, let's say LeBron. He's not, you know, he's not Jordan. Not the LeBron Kareem, of but battle like rappers. Today's quote-unquote GOAT. Because I don't think you can call anybody a GOAT today. In battle, in battle rap? Yeah, you can. In uh, battle rap? I think you I don't know. There's just so many, so many heads. Like, I'm bad with names, so Charlie I never remember. Clicks, maybe Rex. Rex. Okay. Oh yeah. See it's Rex. possible Rex might have, you know, might Rex might have a, you know, a title. Yeah. Up there. Daylight. There's another good one. Okay, you're, it sounds like you're iffy on it. No, 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 no. Okay. What I'm, what I was gonna. Did you see that Daylight versus Tay Rock? I did not. But oh, I heard that's about Daylight. It. I see. Okay. Daylight. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, no, I'm bad with names, so okay. like when I watch him, I'm like, oh, I remember him from this. But I that's just hate that it. I know him from taking a fucking shit on the stage. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, you gotta, I didn't know that was him. Oh, that was rough. Find a way to watch Daylight versus Tay Rock. Daylight took off, man. Like, okay. That wasn't. If you thought Mickey was nasty, because <laughs> Daylight. I remember that. One. Daylight is, is amazing. Yeah, no, like there's a, his whole second round, like a rock breakdown. Like rock, like a rock. Yeah. Breakdown was out of this world, man. So now that I missed, I saw the first round. I didn't see yeah. that part with the rock. No, yeah, I no, gotta like catch that, that again. That that whole breakdown. Mm. That was just that was just like a master class in lyricism. Yeah, like say. you know, what I mean, it was one of them things where he knew he had to show up because even when when Light has serious battles, he shows up. Right. And that was one of them things where he knew he had to show up. But he show up and he took off, man. No, oh, it's great. And just seeing the way these dudes prepare for these battles is amazing. It's just like a fight. You gotta do your research. You obviously gotta push it now. And I love the fact that they have in like these sit downs. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like the weigh in. Yeah. And just they have them talking shit. Like I saw something recently with um with Cassidy, Cassidy and yeah and Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. So it was hilarious. Yeah, man, that was crazy. I was saying like, yo, you're not a bigger star than me. I, I didn't know what to think about that. It, he really thought he was a bigger star than Cassidy. Yeah, no, maybe in the battle scene. Probably, yeah, in the battle scene. But then again, it's like, it's all strategic. Yeah, you gotta get in each other's heads. Right, right. Cassidy knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. His last, what was who did battle last? Um, was it Goods? No, was it Goods at Arsenal? Listen, I feel like it could be Arsenal. And I watched that was the last one I saw. And I saw an interview. I watched an interview earlier today with Goods when he spoke on Cassidy versus Diz. Mm. Cassidy might have got him in the battle, but if everybody everybody tends to skip over the fact that the night before, Mm. when it was on the main stage, Cassidy was getting booed. 
his own people, oh, um, they like they, they um, what's that word? Um, sabotaged the battle mm. because the the fire marshal wind up shutting it down. They were trying to get the people off the stage. Right, right. There yes. was too many people on stage, and a lot of them was Cassidy's peoples. Right. Mm. Cassidy was getting booed, and Diz kept telling him, "Just, just stop." Yeah. He knew that Cassidy was getting booed. And then what happened? They met up in the parking lot. That was more of Cassidy's setting. Right. That wasn't much disaster setting. Right. That's why I was like, oh, Cassidy killed him. First of all, I didn't like the battle to begin with. It was a hell of a mismatch. Two completely different styles. And it showed. Not only did it show on the stage, it showed in the parking lot. Right. Cassidy, probably not a a big stage guy. He's probably a smaller room guy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So people say, oh, like, this is whack. Nah, this is very nah, fucking... This pen is out this. of this world. Yeah. It's so. always weird to me, like, when you catch, like, the, the, the battle raps and it's so mis- mismatched. I just never know. Like, you, they obviously schedule these. They obviously, like, match these people together. But why are you doing it? I never understood that. Well, at this point, I got to think, like, that both rappers agreed to it. So they should know if it's a mismatch or not. Yeah, no, like I, it, it's. I guess. Diz and Diz and Cass was a definite, definitely a mismatch. That that doesn't happen often, but every yeah. now and then you'll get you'll get it, and I'm just like. I think it was the bag too. Too different. That it's usually the bag. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all it is at the end of the day. When I feel like they're, I, but they don't get enough. Like, what was it like? Uh, when I was trying to do the battle, shit, and I'm like, yeah, like I know there's they're out there. Nope, it was quiet for that battle. Yeah. It was hard for me to get like people want it so then i was like you know instead of battle rap just freestyle that's it and we'll come like it'll be like a freestyle battle in that sense in a in a way it's like it's like what you were talking about um before as far as like people complaining having to spend money yeah had it been a smack battle or king of the dot battle mm-hmm. probably would have had a better turnout it's yeah. almost like do i pay 350 to sit in the nosebleeds and watch beyonce do her thing or do I pay ten dollars to go to check it? I'm gonna go hang out in the nosebleeds. Right. Yeah, I get you. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, like people are corny. Yeah, it happens. It happens. That's yeah. They're corny. No, no. I had I had a good turnout. It was me trying to get rappers to want to participate in the battle. Uh, That's what it was. And nice. it was I. Yeah. I probably wouldn't. You see that? Like a lot of my bars are battle rap um, crafted. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. Yep. I didn't know you then, though. I was so tight. That oh, was. Oh no, you would have did great there, man. That would have been. Oh, no, you would have killed that shit. It would have been a. You might. Bro, like I. You would have still lost. Let me say. <laughs> no, there's, so there's um, a controversy. My there's huge, <laughs> huge. My judges went rogue, and everybody looked at me oh, and blamed again. me for it. And I'm like, none of them are listening to me. I had everything organized like two months in advance. Mm. I had everything. I had all that shit planned out. And I had the right amount of beats. I should have probably gotten extra because there was like two extra rounds that I was just like, you guys want to do your own thing. Y'all come up with some shit. Like I just, I I, I had somebody. I just don't like crowd participation. Oh, Oh, as far as voting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't like that either. That's what it ended up being. And it was retarded because it wasn't supposed to be that. But the judges went rogue and they couldn't make up their mind. I'm like, what do you mean you can't make up? It's a fucking battle. Your so. mind. You knew that you. It, the only time that crowd participation okay, shit counts was Eight Mile, 
Yeah. Anything <laughs> other than that, yeah. yo, that shit does not count because then it's like, yo, my man comes through with yeah. 35 people. Guess who's taking the, the fucking the bag? Yeah. Like that happened to us at a producer event. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. And then even um, it happened to Saint at uh, this show in Montclair, the Meat yeah. Locker. I'm That's telling right. you, these shows I perform and I leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't wait. Oh, you're going to be disqualified, well. Yeah, because oh, well. you you yeah. know, like when you see other people go up, I like you just you already know you already know. You see what it is. Yeah, you see yeah, what like it is. why 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 do I want why do I want to experience that? Mm-hmm. I've I've experienced it before where yeah. you do better than the actual artists who win, yeah. and then the people who see you outside after the shows that like, yo you should have won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like why go through that? You know what? I'm gonna rock and then I'll wait probably an act or two, mm-hmm. and I'll dip. Because I don't think it's it's still worth performing and being yeah. a part of it just because you get l- new listeners. There's always networking and somebody who hasn't heard you in the crowd, of course. But holding out and waiting for that, no. Nah. Yeah, we even called him. When we were all there, um, I had a, I already we were talking about it like, oh, this cat's going to win. Because he had, I don't remember who Bro, won. Bro, the producer though. event. Not only was it crowd participation. Oh, that one was But the nigga that rough. won was the house DJ. <laughs> so yeah. when when they doing, if you want this guy to, if you want to vote for this guy, make some noise. So you had the house DJ put his hand over him, and you got the niggas working at the bar grabbing pots from the kitchen, going, ah. yeah. Oh, no. like, and bro, then come on. we it was funny because we were. I didn't get. Was I there? No. Yeah, you were there. Oh shit! I yeah. was. No, I wasn't. At that one? No, I wasn't there. I met you guys after. I missed gotcha. Escos. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's um, what going it, The it next. Like, whenever, like, we got here to record and shit, and we start talking about it, it got... I don't know how the fuck it got back to, like, the guy that ran it. I mean, not that I'm going to censor myself for nobody, but it's like, all right, it got back to you. And I don't know who he spoke to. He hit hit me up. Yeah, he spoke to you about it, because I wasn't there, so I couldn't really... Like, I weighed in as much as I could. And then it was just a bunch of people that he was reposting or, like, tweets he would, like, come out with and talking about uh, us being salty. Yeah. Nah, I had that situation. And it's like, well, I'm not, it's, it's facts or facts. Like, you don't have your house, DJ with win. Them, like, to the point where I wasn't invited to perform or get any type of repost. Almost but, nepotism. In but me. I knew, yeah. But I also said, like, look, there's nothing you can defend this with. This mm. is yeah. This is bare-ass favoritism. It is. Like, if... Your, your dude shouldn't have been in the thing to begin with. Right. Like, no disrespect. Yeah, he's a great producer. I'm not knocking his beats, but that doesn't, that shouldn't be the reason why he would win. Yeah. Well, there, remember the one beat that was like a Drake beat? Yeah. That was, he just mixed. <laughs> like, he just fucked with it. And a crowd bit. participation at that, because we're at his home base. Yeah. Like, come, what are we doing here? And they didn't take that into account. So I came back on here on my platform and I said, this is fucked up. Fuck them. Maybe I should have said it better. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just plain wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. But when you speak your mind like that, yeah, I mean, I don't mind taking the L in that sense because I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with that shit anyway. Because right. even if it wasn't like our boy that won, and that's what that was my part in it. Like, it's not that like I, my people don't have to win everything. Like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But be fair about it. Yeah, it's just be fair because we've we knew other people in that competition that didn't. That I forgot who it was that didn't make it past round one, and his beats are Savvy. fucking savvy, and his beats are fire. Yeah. And, I, and you guys kind of describe the other beats, and it, I don't know. It was always, it's that's why I, that's why I don't do competition shows. And if I perform in one, mm-hmm. expect me to leave after I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> like don't look for me. 
35 minutes after I get off stage, I'm like, oh, no, Ray's probably already home watching TV. Yeah, it's just not fun trying to have to prove yourself to these people. No, I just, I I could never do that. Like, I don't mind doing, like, if I'm going to have, like, some type of battle, like, whatever, some smack shit, I'm cool with that. But, like, it's I'm going to have judges and whatever the crowd has not, like, it's it's one of the criterias for the shit that I did was uh, crowd control. And that's different that because that's based on the artist and if they can control the crowd yeah. and if they're getting, you know, to the yeah. back of the thing. Because it's like also, too, is the way they introduce the artist to the stage. Oh, that's yeah. the that's the one. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, oh, this is oh, this is the real cocksucker up here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look at the way he's look at the way he's introducing them to yeah, the stage. Yeah, yeah. Yo, coming up next to the stage. Yo, you guys don't understand. I've been seeing this guy perform for the past three months. And let me tell you, he's got some fight. I was like, I bet. You yeah, bro, you, you can't do that. that. that right there, that's, there's your winner right there. <laughs> you all buddy-buddy with the host yeah, and shit. Yeah, nah, nah, I was like, yo, and coming next to the stage, mm-hmm. um, coming from the Bronx, we got Ray Pierce and that nigga's nothing. Yo, coming next to the stage, y'all, oh, man, you guys are in a tree for this one. Yeah, like he doing a little dance, like, oh, right. shit, it's about that time. You know what I mean? Yeah, doing nah, doing nah, the nah. crackhead Harlem shake. Yeah, see? <laughs> see, I know. See, yeah, me oh, and Ray go through the same shit, man. This is, you see I that shit? I never really, like, I mean, I've noticed little things here and there, hmm. but, like, you can tell, like, a host has their favorites, of, oh, of yeah. course. And there are times, like, where I'll, I'll do that for you. I did it for Homegirl. Like, yeah, it happens. Yeah, but it's an open mic. Yeah. Yeah. But for competitions, yeah. I've always felt that was strange. No, you got to keep it regular with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You can't show you, no favoritism. No, because then you're getting the crowd like, oh, okay, let me pay attention. Right. Yeah. And now and, we've gone yeah. so hard on it. So if like if you ever do something like that yourself, we got to make sure there's no favoritism. It's got to be what? neutral all the way. No, that we've gone so hard against favoritism. Well, no, I. that's why I don't judge. Yeah. That's yeah, why you get I, all the judges. That's the smart thing to do. You grab oh, random yeah, judges no. yeah, who have I, nothing to do with the platform, mm-hmm. but respect music and would know how to tell between a good performance and a bad performance. Yeah, but what? I would be able to... I i don't really do favoritism. That's why, I, like, when people accuse me of it, I'm like, yo, go fucking suck a dick. Like, I don't do that shit. Right. Like, because I'm very, like, if... No, like, you are... You're, you're dope. Right. But if there's somebody against you... That's That's going to smoke you out... <clears throat> Got my vote. Right. And I wouldn't be mad at you Love for you that. to death. But no, I don't do that favoritism shit. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And like, that is what it is. And it's also weird when the winner, mm-hmm. when you know the winner's on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's like, you realize like, oh shit, like the judges dipped 15 minutes ago. And uh, next thing you yeah, know yeah. that the person on stage is the winner. How yeah. the hell is that possible? Yeah. So it was like, you know, I don't do that. If I, if I had so happened to step foot in a, in a uh, competition show to perform, mm-hmm. Ray is out of here after the second. Two people after Ray, I already know Ray is dipping. So, yo, Ray, yeah. which dino are we hitting up? <laughs> Damn, I, I don't care. Oh, you disqualifying me? I, what do, that's not doing anything It was anything really just to here to, to like perform. That's yeah, it. that's it. Just get my <laughs> yeah. name out, you know, let people know who I am. If they follow me afterwards or they check my music, cool. If not, whatever. The best thing anyone could do at this point because, you know, the whole CD shit mm-hmm. is, you know, is kind of a dead situation. Once again, we're in a bubble. Yeah. Um, yeah. Print up flyers with uh, the barcode that you can scan and mm-hmm. go about it that way and pass your shit out. That oh, that, yeah. that barcode will take you to a um, 
like one of them link tree joints. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or it'll just take you straight to the website, your website. Yeah. Um, do it that way, and if they fuck with you, they're gonna they're gonna scan it, go to your website. All everything they need to know about you is there, mm-hmm. and you might just sell a T-shirt before twelve midnight. Hell yeah. yeah. There you go. Absolutely. And that I mean that is the goal of this shit anyway. It means more than just going to a performance and maybe getting a top spot. Know, yeah, like, like it doesn't. It, at the end of the day, yo, that none of that shit matters. Right. Mm-hmm. It does not matter to to whatever it is you do because if you living for that, if you're creating music for that for the act, quit. Yeah. yeah. Do me a favor and quit. Yeah. You're wasting <laughs> your time at that point. Yeah. Then what are you what are you really doing it for? Mm-hmm. I agree. Now speaking of music, I think it's about time we get into the actual your music, and mm-hmm. we've been wanting to get about this, um, with where it started at with the yeah. EP. This was uh, what six tracks. Yeah. Six mm-hmm. tracks. Okay. Now, first off, the the thing, I love the fact, I'm nice, the way you started with the Rock Him yeah. flip right. and the Rock Him flow. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Crazy. Now, what I really admired most about this was your storytelling on Rain, and I'm a sucker for Rain. I just, I love Rain. It's just my thing. This, I wanted to ask you, is that a true story? The story on Rain. When you hear it, what does it tell you? Well, I knew it. I knew he was going to say it's something. It's telling like me that. about young love <laughs> that was lost. Like an experience you had with the shorty at a young time, and you guys shared a personal connection with the rain. So that's what. So I'm like something that close and that personal. There has to be some truth to it. I don't know if you expanded on it. If you just like, I don't want to say exaggerated, but like um, just added more to the story. Is it a all the way true story? No. Okay. All right. That's that was the thing. Like mm-hmm. I was the kid in school when you had to take the picture and create a five paragraph essay. Mm-hmm. I was that kid that was super detailed. Got you. So, all right. So with rain, right? I I thought Forrest Gump, Forrest Jenny. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And I was like, okay. When I hear rain, I hear a strong ass friendship. That rain. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said in the song, like I'll be, I'll, I'll be your man. All you gotta do is say the word. I right. love you that much that mm-hmm. you say you, I'm, I'm there. So you know what I mean? So it's like you know, then comparing rain to like thunder, and you know, you wore you wore you know the problems on you that weighed yeah. on you like a like a soaked shirt. Yeah. Right. Um, rain is not, and, and that's funny that you say that because a lot of a lot of people said that Rain was probably their least favorite on the project. Really? As a complete song, I'm like, yo, Rain is probably one of my favorite songs That's out a, there. Yeah, I, there's I'm, so I'm a much sucker detail for into tracks. it. Yeah. So, and, and obviously it tells that you can put detail, you know how to construct a story mm-hmm. in a song format. That's a big thing that rappers don't do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just rapping. That's probably right. why it wasn't But that's why favorite. I appreciated it. I love storytelling. Yeah, I try man. to I try to storytell on any project I can I can do. Even the searching for B Rabbit joint. Mm. Oh yeah, that story told as if I got to Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. And I just took you through the like I wrote that song as if you watched Eight Mile, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm on a search for B Rabbit, right? So I'm going everywhere B Rabbit. I'm going okay. Got you on that. I see. So yeah, that one that that shit. It's just it's storytelling. Yeah. I appreciated that as well. And then uh, it was funny because the rest of the album, well, I mean, Rain still has that hip hop feel to it. Mm. Riots kind of stood out to me. It, it's a it's a more hype song. I guess you can consider as like more of the new age type beats uh, compared to the other ones on there, which right. are like more boom bap. Mm-hmm. What was the decision behind doing a song like Riots, considering the rest of the songs don't sound like that? 
Riot's that beat you hear wasn't the original beat. Okay. It was more aggressive. Really? Okay. So then, you know, Famine, who produced the entire project, he, went, Shout out to he went back into the song and just reproduced the entire beat. I mm. probably could have did something different had that beat, had what Riot is been originally presented to me. Mm-hmm. I probably would have went about it um, differently, but everything happens for a reason. Right. Um. Yeah. Did you have something written out to the original? Like, did you had already get it started, or you were just... Yeah, no. I mean, what you hear on mm-hmm. Riots is what was originally written. Oh, so that was the oh, idea. It's okay, just okay. a beat that was reproduced. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's more gotcha. hype. I can definitely see that. It's like, that's the record that I would want to see you perform outside. Mm. Like, yeah, once no. everything yeah, is going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The original beat is fucking energetic. Yeah, okay. Oh, I kind of wish I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just like, had harder drums? No, it was just, like, more, like... It was more aggressive. Gotcha. Like, there's, like, a bit of a... There's a little snippet on my Instagram I should be able to find when, when everything's all said and said and done I'll, I'll play the original beat I still have it in my Google oh, Drive right. Word. Right. I gotta so, get so. in touch with Famine no Famine is dope I got a, a series coming up and I'm looking for producers I mean you're producers. on the Famine beat you the, are. The, that's, that's the Famine beat I don't say no more I even asked you whose beat it was okay yeah. right, oh bet. that is yeah oh, okay I, you played me a snippet right yeah I did I, okay yeah I'm like yeah. I know you played me something yeah all yeah right. no okay so Family's dope. Where is he from, by the way? Um, Union City. He's from Union City? Mm. Yo, shout out to him, man. He's fucking dope. You, yeah. You've known him for a minute now? or Since 13. Oh, okay. It goes that, yeah. that far back. Okay. All right. So he's just been producing this whole time. Yeah. But, okay. you know, it took it took, it took took quite a while before mm-hmm. I finally linked with him. That was like, um, when I moved to Union City from Jersey City, that was like my, my, my bucket list. Got you just to work with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it was a bunch of like, there was a bunch of heads like, you know what I mean? Like the OG yeah. um, lyricist that I was like, yo, I want to be as good as him or better. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Oh, that's, that's what's You got to get famous for it. Yeah, you got to get famous, of course, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you have to. Now, another song that I really appreciate just because you were paying homage, uh, mm-hmm. Capital Tactics. Oh, yeah. So, all right, mm-hmm. what was the decision to have a pun verse on there to close I've out the album. Ha- I've been had that verse. You've been had really? that verse, okay. That verse has been sitting in my email for the longest. Okay, now what, why this project? Like what told you to, like, to finally use it? Um, Where I'm at skill-wise, mm-hmm. it made sense. Gotcha, okay. okay. I was like, you know what? Because like, I did the song a couple years back but that song was supposed to be something... All right, so here's a story on that pun verse. Yeah. I did this song a couple years back to present to Liza. Um, at the time, Chris was going by Baby Pun. Right. Mm, yeah. So we was like, yo, let's let's do the song. Let's present it. Chances are, if she likes it, we'll redo the song. So someone who started working with me at the time also knew Liza personally. Like, they smoked weed together. So he calls me one day. He's like, "Yo, I'm here in Liza's crib with Liza. We's rolling. We, I got on the phone with Liza. Like, this is MySpace. I've had conversations with Liza before. Um, so it's like, bet what's gonna happen is we're gonna redo the song, but Arsonist is gonna produce it. Mm, okay. So it was supposed to be me, and Chris, with the pun verse, and it was supposed to be produced by Arsonist of the Heatmakers. Mm-hmm. Right? That was supposed to happen, but unfortunate things happen and it didn't happen so the song was on youtube for the longest i just deleted the song like maybe uh, a couple weeks ago mm. i thought i deleted it once um on where it started i came out but it didn't delete 
So, yeah, no, I just felt like where I was at skill-wise and Famine's as big of a pun fan as I am, so Famine knows. Right. Um. So when I sent him, like, yo, Famine, I got a pun verse. Not a lot of people has used it. I'm probably the only person I know that used it. Right. So he's like, guy, right. he produced it. Then I felt like, all right, I'm not gonna just kick a 16. I'm just, I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm gonna flex a little bit. Right. As you should. And yeah, that song was very special. Yeah, everything, yeah, man, from flexed. the hook. <laughs> you flexed. You, oh yeah. man, using the older lyrics from Pun on the mm. "You Came Up" for the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that that brought me back, bro. I had to listen to that song right after the, uh, the "You Came Up" with Nori. Had to listen oh, yeah. to that afterwards. No, man, it's just it's a very New York feel, and I appreciate that because I haven't heard too many albums from dudes in our position like that. So right. it's something that you really like uh, makes you appreciate lyricism again. And where it started at was really like where it started at was uh was put together because COVID ruined my plans for the second single. I put out radio, mm-hmm. and I I was gearing up. This was festival season. I was gearing up for the second single which would have been perfect to get on these festival stages. Yes. Um, then when COVID went down, like, it just ruined everything. Yeah. Then I'm like, you know, I just found myself, like, stressed the fuck out. And I'm like, yo, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Then I'm like, I hit famine. And I go, famine, look, I'm going to sacrifice uh, three to four songs from the original pro- The original project is Apartment 2F. Mm-hmm. So I was like, All right, I'm going I'm to take three to four songs off there and I'm going to throw it for an EP just to keep the wheels rolling. And then throughout that, um, that's when I created I'm Nice um, and Capital Tactics. Right. Everything else was from the other project. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think the wordplay, that's why I was like, with Capital Tactics, I got to flex a little because it's like, you know, like no matter what, I still listen to Pun. Yeah. And so it was like, I wanted to show him like it was like as you know the skill is a thank you mm-hmm. so like i think like i had posted the video on um on instagram that was like um this is execution rapping mixed with passion this is me snapping y'all mike jackson nothing but light work that image ain't the same y'all stop blacking, blacking. <laughs> i was like oh man this yeah. is this is a flex yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah. I mean, I, I, I when I when I send a song to people, I don't even. Distro kid, man, they try to they really try to stop me from putting that song out. Oh, they did. Are you serious? Yeah, because as soon as I put featuring Big Pun, oh, you have to get permission from the actual artist and show us proof that you got permission. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna treat this like a special. Like I'm a hidden one, verse. I'm one, yeah, like a treat. When yeah. Here's like, yo, mm-hmm. was that what I think it is? Yeah. So yeah. Where, the, where did this verse come from? So I was like, yo, yeah, that how did you get your hands guard. on that verse? Yeah, because the first time I'm hearing it, I remember it. I'm saying to myself, I'm like, all right, I'm hearing the, the first verse. Dope. You got the pun uh, lyrics in there. And then I hear pun's voice. I'm thinking it's just a sample. And I'm like, oh, this is a whole fucking verse here. Yeah. And, and I'm like, where the fuck is this from? And there's more to that verse, too. Right. I, I, yeah. I imagine as much. Yeah. yeah okay. But Framing cut it down. I didn't want him to, but. There was more to it. Yeah. Mm. And then you ended it with uh, with the hook again and then mm-hmm. just clearing out. Yeah, yeah I thought was... my phone started shuffling through, like, a next song. I was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. that shit caught. That was, that was good. It was So were you going to put more on it? Or, like, I guess mm. you said that there was more to the pun verse. How much more exactly was there? Uh, About another eight bars. Okay. okay. All right. And he just felt it was too much at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted him to lay up. 
fucking Just pun it, it out. <laughs> yeah, man. Eight bars from pun. I mean, eight, I mean, eight, an extra eight is nothing. I ain't gonna kill nobody. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, an eight, an eight, it's just an extra eight. Bro, I'll hear all the bars that pun had. I don't give a fuck if it's oh, four yeah. bars. Hey, come on, man. You gonna leave all <laughs> four bars? Uh, I wanted to ask you also the, the song um, "Living Legends." Yeah. Oh, you got some spitters on there, bro. Mm-hmm. That, them niggas is nice. All them dudes is that. I, I don't even. I think I wrote down some of my favorite lines from the other people. Uh, y'all was all talking your shit on there, but the back and forth, I miss that. Yeah. Like just everybody just going back and forth with the bars. I think the the dudes LEF is that a group? Left. Lefty. Left? Yeah. Okay. That There's is a group. A, no, no, it's just one person. This is a person. Mm-hmm. But there was four, right? Yeah. So do I have the names right? Uh. Me post. Yeah, there's four. There's three here. The All right, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, sense. there was four on there. Yeah, no, that was fucking crazy. Because yeah. I I do miss that like the going back and forth and how it's clean but not clean and mm. like the chemistry. Yeah. You can only do it when there's that chemistry between the people. We that was supposed to. It was supposed. Us four mm-hmm. was supposed to work on a collective yeah. um, EP oh, okay. with famine. Okay. It was basically we were trying to fire. paint it like the next slaughterhouse. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But, I can see that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. Things happen. And ah. Okay. All right. I can see. You know that. what I mean? Certain things happen. And it's just I kept the song. So it's, yeah. Okay. So this is Raven. like Glass House all over again. <laughs> it's cool. We're just reliving Glass House. I have so much in common with this guy. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's not. You guys are like separated at birth. I know, <laughs> like, yeah, bro. It's just <laughs> that's why I, I keep I looking at you. Like I'm listening, and I'm like, because when I asked the question, I saw the the quick expression change. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. probably gonna do the same shit. I went through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? And I want to ask, but at the same time, I don't want to get too too personal. But um, no, ask away. All right, okay. When whatever it was happened that happened, right? How did you handle it at first? Um. We try to find ways that it could work, but it really it's, it had nothing to do with me. It just had to do with a lot of behind-the-scenes shit that affected people who were connected to other people. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, shit just didn't work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, it's still, you know, it's still all love. We, we tried to do it again. We tried to revisit it. We even asked three people. It just wasn't there. Just the yeah, chemistry wasn't there. Yeah, and plus um JR went to um um OKC. Ah, okay, okay. So the that definitely wasn't gonna work. Right. Mm-hmm. Now with the plan was to do what with that with that song originally? Just to uh, I guess a, video and then make the group right the project and everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. We we were given the beats. We were um, given a gang of beats to go through and Oh, for the E P, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think another two of the beats were um let me see anything from them. No, like a, no another like two of the beats that were originally for the four of us is gonna be on the apartment two F project. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Would you be open to like revisiting doing the collective or no? Completely with open. them. Yeah. yeah. Or has it passed its course? Or even if it's like not all of them, but at two of them or whatever. Yeah, I'm always down to work with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as like collectively coming together to do the project i don't really see it happening because it's but not the same when you gotta shit. like hey guys this is the beat everybody mail your verses in it's yeah it's because different. we're all in different places mm-hmm. the 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 biggest risk that you take when collaborating with anybody whether it's a collective or just featuring someone on your shit mm-hmm. is pushing the song 
Yes. Yeah. And doing a video for it and doing when what's necessarily done because if that song has the biggest potential in the world, mm-hmm. that's all it has. Yeah. Right. And you don't you there's no do follow nothing through. with it. You always have to follow you have to follow through on everything, but if the collective point you you have to. You because take then a, it's just you there. take a big loss when you mm-hmm. can't do for the song what should be done for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I got so much to say, but I don't know what the point to say. I've just been in similar situations, and it's fucking crazy. Uh, but right. Now, uh, let me see. Where it started at? Tell Hitler I'm straight out of the oven. Mm, mm-hmm. Can't see me like Pac in his funeral pics. Oh, yeah. I, I love the punchlines. I love the, the wordplay, the metaphors. How much time do you take? This is artist to artist. How much time do you take writing these? Are you just... Watching, because sometimes I'm just watching TV and I'm just observing shit, mm. and it'll come up later. Sometimes I grab from conversations with random people. Mm-hmm. What's your process like when you're going for punchlines? Because you're a very punchline heavy guy. Um, a lot of the punches be stored. Okay. I'll be just probably in the bathroom, fucking. I'm somewhere outside, or I'll be watching a battle, and they'll probably say something. And I'm like, yo. I probably would have said that better. I could flip that <laughs> different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or taking something, not the punch, but something in the punch, mm-hmm. and taking that and turning it into something and just storing it for a rainy day. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. That's, you know, that's pretty much... That's MC shit, man. Yeah, like, you know, it, and it's just that whole... Um, the I'm Nice joint, I've always, always been a fan of that flow. Yes. Uh, Rock Kim, Big Daddy Kane, you know what I mean? I've always loved that... You don't have to like get aggressive vocally mm-hmm. to get your point across. Them right. dudes are like, it's calm, smooth. but it's super smooth yeah. and it's nostalgic. That's what I respected it. about it because yeah. it was a very rock him like flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like getting punched straight in your face from you know someone of that kind or watching Mayweather dance around before landing the hit. No, yeah. you got straight straight to your face. So yeah. it's like you can't see me like Pac in his funeral pics. Yeah. Yeah, find that me one a, I had find to. Me a funeral pick <laughs> I remember exactly, <laughs> and that's what made me laugh so much about. And I'm like, just a few, like the Hitler line, the Pac line. There's a, uh, a few other ones where I was just like, wait, hold on, never wind. What the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Now punchlines are fucking. I went and visited shit. a couple other joints of yours on Cage Music, mm-hmm. and there was one that caught my ear because it didn't feel like a traditional Ray Pearson track, but I see where you're coming from. It was Mannequin featuring Cito on the beat. Oh yeah. Now that one, obviously, it it seems to me like you're, it's not like um the, the beat beat wise it just sounds like it's not the boom bap not the traditional Ray Pierce and stuff. Mm-hmm. What was your mindset going on that track? Because I can tell that that was like, all right, this can be a hit right here, and it's like more of a, a party record in a sense. Mm. I wanted something different, because that's one thing I, I I want people to understand, and when you know like Suave Ramon yeah. Um, I can write almost any song. Yes. What you see on Instagram, what you see most of the time, that's just that's just displaying the skill. Yes. That doesn't make that that is not who I am overall. Right. They look over the fact that I wrote Mitty Marie. You know what I mean? They look over mannequin. There's certain things that I that people when they hear they go, shit, I didn't know you Yeah, it's there. Right. It's showing your versatility. Right. Yeah. So with Mannequin, it's like, yo, I wanted something different. I like, I was like, when even when I told Cito about doing the beat, I'm like, yo, picture fucking the movie Mannequin and picture Thriller. Mm. Mm, okay. So it was like, you know what I mean? It was different. 
Yeah. So I had to rap new because sometimes you walk by a display, and a mannequin looks fly as shit. There you go. Okay. So, so it was like, yo, you know what? The movie and knowing that, okay, now I'm gonna create a woman. I'm gonna create something based, like inspired by that, and that's how mannequin came about. Like you know the movie, how they be dressing mannequins and thriller. Right. Okay, I see that. Now, um, aside from that, um, I w- want to say because aside from the music, you're also known for these grind mode ciphers. Mm. Now, how many have you done now? Um, so I know, I know you've done others, but as far as grind mode goes, so that's one of the more established. I think between five and six, it might be five. Okay. Now, as far as with that process, do you feel like doing those can kind of pigeonhole you to a casual listener? Like this, okay, he's just a cypher rapper. And they're not listening to songs like Mannequin, like Riots. Do you feel that's pigeonholing you? Do you feel like that's kind of stopping you from getting a more wider audience? No, because um, a lot of these viewers are not... There's a good part of these viewers that are not Moreno. Okay, Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're not, you know, Spanish or they're not black. Like, it's, it's... it's you get a variety of listeners yeah mm-hmm. so if they if they notice you your link is right in the description yes it's good or like one thing lingo tells us to do is um engage with every comment mm-hmm. right so that not only does it build the engagement for the video but if you if someone comments right like some um there was a video like when i first put the the bar christ logo on it was like, oh, by the way, this is the first time I heard the Bar Christ. Yo, good looks, fam. I appreciate it. Oh, that you're him? Go to your page. Check out what you got on your page. Oh, shit. Like, this guy is making moves. Subscribe. Right. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's, it's pigeonholing me to anything. It, it That only happens if if that's all. That's, that's, that's your conclusion. Right. You're not tapping the. You're not clicking the link. You're not checking out the music. You're just going solely off of what you see in the just video. You're making an assumption off of that, right? Right. So and it's up to the people to really make that extra step forward. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of people are lazy nowadays. They, they don't want to take the next step to just click on a link. They are. They're very lazy. Yeah. People yeah. are corny. Like it's just two clicks at the end of the day. Like you know, just going to the main page, hitting the link tree bio or whatever it is, yeah. and then going to the website. And checking shit out, and it's so simple. It is. It, it really seems is. No, people are corny. Like when, we, we can't when people make it ask me, for people. when people ask me for an email, and I'm like, it's right there. You've been on my, you right where you see message to DM me says email, bro. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> we've gone through this with flyers. Like we, yeah. it's just you can put everything on a flyer: the date, the location, the mm-hmm. time, the whatever, the regulations, and people right. will still email you the day of or uh, hit you up. Hey, yeah. what time is this? It's, hey, yeah. where, uh, where's this at? on the flyer somebody randomly hit up check it uh it was during the for the november show wanted to perform and i'm just assuming they found me through the flyer that just started like circulating and then towards the end of it, he's asking me all these questions uh what's the address where what what time blah 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 whatever and then it goes is there a flyer that i can promote and I just I, so I sent him the flyer, and I'm just thinking like, okay, you, okay, whatever, you're a piece of shit. I didn't answer any other questions, <laughs> like whatever, like you're a piece of shit. I like I told, gave him my email, did all that. I'm not telling you what time, and I'm not typing out the address. I'm gonna be, you're gonna be lazy. I'm gonna be lazy. Right. I'm gonna send you the flyer. 
next day. Hey, uh, no, 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 the day of. Yo, what the fuck? Like, I didn't get no answer back. I was like, I sent you the flyer. What do you mean, answer back? You didn't tell me what time or the address. It's on the flyer. I'm just thinking, like, as artists, it's like you, we're trying to think of all these ways to make it as simple as possible for people to find your shit. And I think you, yeah. you got the pretty much the best way just as far as a website. Yeah. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. get any easier than that. But it's still having to convince people, yo, just click the link. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, it pisses me off. I'm not sure if you feel the same way. Just like it frustrates you. Yeah, no, no, I had to, I went off, oh, oh, no, you go, baby, you go. I went, I went off on somebody in the comment the other day because I, you know, I put up the picture of me, you know, flipping up the camera. It was, right. a, it was a jokey joke picture. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the picture, yeah. So someone, someone, um, comments, hey, DM me, um, you made a big mistake. So I mm-hmm. go to the DM, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not following this person, so they're in my request. Okay. Yeah. The request says, yo, your music's fire. I went right back to that comment and I went off a little bit. I'm like, yo, like there's ways of getting someone's attention. Yeah. Anything business related, here goes the the, the, the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I tagged her. Any <laughs> any business related Katie. shit, contact um and I tag Ivy Productions. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said leave it at like, that. Why if if I made a mistake, why are you DMing me telling me that my music's fire? It's uh, so weird. No, I would have just thought it was like a bot. He said, he said DM That's me, you made a mistake. That's some bot Yeah. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe this person probably has some advice mm-hmm. as far as in regards to like putting up pictures like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm willing to listen out, but mm-hmm. I go to the DM and it says that my music's fire. Just to get your attention. Listen, man, shit. I went right back to that comment. What did, what did you end up saying on the comment? No, nah, I said that, you know, um, why tell me to DM you if... You're telling me like my the, music's fire. The energy like, was different. If I made a mistake, why are you DMing me t- telling me my music's right. fire? So I said, look, man, anything business-related, contact Ivy Productions. Yeah, he could have just DMed you and said yeah, that. Yeah, I, like, I said it. There's ways of getting someone's attention. See, this is the weird shit that we go through as artists. It's like it's probably a bot. Okay, yeah. Probably, can... you know, trying to... And I hate, I hate when people... String you along with like seven messages. I found straight. it, and it's not real. Like that's it sounds. That's what I was saying. It sounds like a bot, but I don't know. It's hard to tell nowadays, man. Yeah, like I hate when someone like who does beats hits you up, like yo, family music's fire, and then you're going back and forth with them because you know at this point I'm I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to tell me what I, exactly what I've been waiting for you to tell me. Seven messages before you tell me. Yo, man, I really want you on one of my beats, yo. I got a special going on. If you lease four of them, you get four. <laughs> like, yo, my guy, why don't you just tell uh, me that from the very from the, beginning? From the jump, from the jump, yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, bro, I yeah. Ever since I put that flyer up um, about like looking for producers for the the EP series, I've been getting uh, oh Bogo sale. The, that was the the best one I ever got. Bogo was a Bogo sale, sale for the Beat fun. Stars. And I was, that shit was amazing. That shit was just great. But like, it's along those same lines. And I was like, I'm, it's not that like you, you're, you're going to get paid if we choose them or right. splits, whatever you choose, whatever. Like, we'll get down to that. I still got met more beats to go through, but it was just the way or the, Hey man, I seen that you're looking for beats. I'm clearly not a man. <laughs> like what? So it's just people just not, I, it's the aggressive, but not doing the research at the same time right. like right. 
I know you want to market yourself, but if you're trying to make a connection, you should probably know who you're talking to. Yeah, like there's ways of just going about things. Yeah. I think it's more of this, that new school attitude. They think that it has to be a certain way when it should just be more direct. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't understand it. Now, does that, has that gotten easier for you? Because I'm assuming you're getting a lot of these messages on the regular. What, what? Like just, just handling it the way you did. Like, do you. That is probably the first time I've ever really had to do anything like that. Oh, like that? Okay, got you. It's right. just like, listen, I've, lately I've been getting a lot of bot messages. All right, we back. Just had to take a little break. Juan gave us a very interesting story on his night out. Mm-hmm. Pretty much always happens. So crazy <laughs> out here. Thank you for that, brother. I appreciate it. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drunk people, man. <laughs> I, I'm not good with drunks, bro. Is it, it's never been a good thing for me. You, you, you good with drunk people? Nah. You, you, you right? Nah. <laughs> nah. Like I, I, I'll probably have like maybe two drinks, but anything to put me in a in a in a place where I think everything's funny. Yeah. I'm good like that. I don't at that point. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything after that, it's it's red zone. Mm-hmm. You, you a big smoker? I don't smoke. Don't smoke at all. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Uh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Shit. Hey, man, I, I respect that. Me, I'm, I'm on day, I'm, now I'm on day six. Or seven. Uh, seven, I know. Oh, you said six? I know, I, I, I've lost track of days. <laughs> not smoking? Not smoking, yeah, man. My connected yeah. come through and I feel stupid because I didn't ask her. And yeah, I, I know. Like a fucking loser. <laughs> Bro, I know, I know. I'm waiting on the dude to get my shit and his, his boy got possibly COVID or whatever so he can't oh. go pick up more shit. I'm just like, well, what does that do for me? So I had to. Oh well, technically, when this out, when this uh, this episode, I said album. Uh, this episode drops. I hope you have, Bud by then. I I hope so too. I because really that's that's a whole extra week, and <laughs> that sucks. I'm, like, I'm, I don't when, think you can make it when you don't smoke. Mm-hmm. Like your dreams are so much more vivid. So I'm just dreaming about shit that I don't want to dream about. Because usually when I smoke, I'll smoke myself to sleep. Mm-hmm. I black out. Two minutes later, it's seven in the morning. I'm up. Kids are crying. I gotta go get them. That's how it is. And now these past couple of nights, it's just been like, what the fuck am I doing here? And I realize how boring life at home is if I'm not doing shit. <laughs> so, oh, my God, it's the worst. But whatever. Yeah. Aside from that, let's let's move on from here. Now, you said you had a. Oh, um, I wanted to give you the space. The oh, time, OK. If you wanted to quarantine and wrap us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So be our unofficial quarantine and wrap episode as well. Huh. Um, with everything like with. um. The change and everything with the shutdown, um, venues shutting down. Mm-hmm. Do you ever? How many? Um, hold on, let me find a way to to better ask the question. Okay, there you go. What have you thought about in regards to check it? Like as far as like how to move forward, evolve. Um. What have you thought about? I. Great question. Ideas have been thrown at me to do like a virtual event where it's all the performers and then just kind of recording it from that point mm. and just making it live. So there is that. I just, I personally am very, I guess, old school. So I like having a crowd there. So it, to me, it was like, you know what? If I have to wait, I have to wait. And they were, to me, it wasn't like, because the reason for Check It was there wasn't a platform. I mean, not that there wasn't a platform. There wasn't a platform in this area. So to me, it was, like, important to put something out. Because when I was in high school living in this area, well, I'm not too far away, I had to go to New York. Or I had to go to, you know, I didn't actually, yeah, I was 
15 minutes away. So I just always went to New York for it. Um, so with this whole thing, it was like, you know what? As much, and I got the November show out, and as much of it, the headache that was, I'm like, I, I'd rather just wait. I'd rather do an outside. I've been wanting, since the conception of this, I can't talk today, uh, since the birth of this idea, I've been wanting to do like a festival type thing, but I can never find the right space. Now that there's so many places catering to doing outside shows, there's there's venues that are kind of setting it up where it might it may not be ideal, mm -hmm. but it's a large enough space. There'll be a tent. There's this. There's that. Like they can accommodate now because of COVID, right. so I can finally make it happen. So yeah, beautiful. It's about giving that experience to me. So I I don't know if I can personally do the live and not knocking any shows that do, right. but I like that in person type feel. Right. I mean, you don't have to not have people uh -huh. it's just opening um the viewership to yeah. maybe someone who's not able to attend or maybe, is, yeah maybe someone who used to um for example like just let's say mama rogue right uh -huh. let's say she just like moved to fucking texas yeah so yeah. she can't <laughs> attend yeah check it but she can watch it True. live is True. like you can still have the in-person mm -hmm. but at least go virtual to where like i was telling you guys off maybe somebody in australia or somebody in france mm -hmm. who's aware of what your platform is now they're gonna watch it they're gonna tune into that one then they're gonna tune into the next show it's gonna take it to the point where it's like yo you know what i want to perform there mm. they're gonna book a flight yeah. To stay in either New Jersey or New York mm -hmm. because they want that check it experience. Right. Maybe. Yeah. So I you like can that. still have the you can still have the people there. You can keep it at a capacity. I never really thought about combining it in that sense. But yeah, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah. And then just having to go about it a certain way, I have to figure mm -hmm. that out too. Now we spoke about this all of everything, but is there a site where you can have someone pay, like let's say we want to have them pay five bucks to watch a live check it? And then they get like a special code to get into the live. Is there a site that does that? There is, but take advantage of Facebook allowing it. Mm. Okay. Oh yeah, that's Because right. you could do it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There, there are those. There are people on YouTube mm -hmm. that you can um, send in donations. Mm -hmm. I haven't figured that part out yet, mm -hmm. but you can go live on Facebook. Yeah. And you can do it through pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. That's one way. And th there's ways of doing it. There's There are platforms where you can do the, the pay-per-view streaming. Yeah. But there are ways of doing it. Okay. Because I think, well, did Facebook adopt Periscope? As uh, far as their live? I don't, Is that, or Periscope I don't think was they bought took up by it. one of these places, right? Twitter. Twitter? Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I was thinking that because it's a great way. I just didn't know what platform was doing that, like pay to watch, mm -hmm. the pay per view type thing. There's actually it, it's a good idea though, because like he was just saying, anyone that's you out can, of state, you can use a platform like Streamyard, mm. um, or with OBS you can connect it to Zoom or Skype. Yeah, you can do that. Use that is like yo, you know what? I like what they're doing. They're starting to go virtual. Yeah, that means I could watch this shit. Uh, like you can donate ten dollars, you can, you know, you can you can stress that. Yeah. Um, you they can 
donate, they could tune in to watch it. Because after a while, it's like, you know what? We're getting the viewers. Now, let's gradually transition over to pay-per-view. Right. Absolutely. So if you're not there in person, if you didn't buy a ticket to be there in person, mm-hmm. you can buy a ticket to watch live. Yeah. Because And I will, I've had so many ideas on how to step up, check it. Mm-hmm. And the whole... Uh, was it the whole COVID thing kind of just put check it on the back burner for me. Right. So I've been focusing on so many different things like his album and like the music that we, uh, that he has coming out, like the, the A&R projects that I have coming out mm. too. So it's like a lot of little things that now I, I wanted originally to come back in April and it was the first week of this month. It was, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> that's next month. Yeah. That's not happening. Reach for, <laughs> reach for middle of May. Yeah, um, I already hit the people up, so okay. mm-hmm. yeah. so everything I like. It's really just it's me, and then I got my you know Druvy. I got Druvy, so I hit him up. I was like, all right, what dates? What what you know Saturdays are you booked? May. All right, cool. So th- these are the two dates. Just keep it available for for uh, like a week, and then I'll get back to you. So we're looking Can't at like the Druvy first couple again, weeks. Man. Yeah. Oh, fucking genius! You remember him? Um, the drummer that was drummer, off to the long hair Filipino right, kid. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just me and him. He One man out. band. Yeah, yeah he be killing it. Amazing, Kills man. that. He got that little uh, loop machine. Mm-hmm. So he be yeah. doing his bass and he does his drums. I can, I doing this with him for like a year and a half never gets old to me. No, watching never does. his Watching his set. Just like I can literally just be like this one one show. I was just like the it was an anniversary show and everybody was like, yo, sit back chill and enjoy the show i'm like i don't know i was like i can do that for maybe like a portion of the show that's yeah, it when he does forgot about dre oh yeah amazing. It's amazing. or now, he does bombs over baghdad the funny thing because mm-hmm. i've been to about what maybe two or three check it shows and you're like a ping pong <laughs> yeah like, yo she does not yeah, she don't stop moving Mm-mm. she really don't i also I come in rest uh, come from restaurants so I'm always mm. on the move. I'm always looking. Yeah. I'm always, you know, diligent and got a whole thing ready. But that's so. great, too, mm-hmm. because then it's like, well, at least I know, you know, the host is all over the place. She's just not sitting in the corner, yeah, being not caring about the artist. Yeah, yeah. She's no. not just over there pressing the button and record when you're ready. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like engineers. Yeah. 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 And now I got to the point where, like, we're so closely connected that the last show... People were asking me questions that they should have been asking her because they couldn't find her. So and I I wanted to take I was just like, all right, we're about to start the show. Let me go smoke. And I'm outside and I'm about to like I think you came and find me, whatever. You're like, all right, so three people. Da, 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 da. I was like, well, I don't know why he asked you that because I already answered that question. All right, what's the next? <laughs> it was like yeah. my assistant. <laughs> so yeah, pretty day. much that's how it was. And but, I was just like, why are you coming at me? But I'm like, I get it. I'm like, maybe, at this I point, maybe, they know we're doing a podcast right. together. They, they know we're tight. Yeah. So it's just they assume that I know all your plans. I'm like, oh, the biggest mm-hmm. thing. She made, this, the, she made this show without me. The biggest thing was people asking him for footage. And I was just like, you yeah, motherfuckers. Because she had me being the cameraman because I was just mm. going around doing the camera thing. So people mm-hmm. came right to me. Hey, can I have that footage? I'm like, he no, sent it to one gonna... person. No, you sent it to one person. And I sent the wrong footage. No, okay, two people. One person got the wrong footage. The other person got the video, and I was just like, "You better fucking." They, I think guest posted that. I don't know if it was guest or actually. It was guest. Oh, uh, it was guest. So yeah. guest posted it. I was like, "You were not supposed to have that." I didn't even get to like do anything to it. I didn't get to like add a lot, add my logo. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you? It just like, posted it. Every other show, <laughs> it looks a certain way like that. No, 
So that was the only thing that I I, I looked at him. I was like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing right mistake. now? And it was yeah. it was a big learning lesson for me because as I'm like filming this one girl, I'm just you know trying to get the right angles. I'm moving around the crowd, and I'm telling the one dude, the one artist uh, next to me, I'm like, yo, she sound good, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. And we just talking. And then she's hearing that in the footage that I sent her. like, hey, you can't be talking while people are performing. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's no playback. My bad. So you hear her performing, but you also hear me talking like, yeah, I'm talking like about her. Yeah. And stuff like, yeah, it wasn't. It was, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't good. I read a text. I was like, you know, you're not shooting music videos, right? And, <laughs> and he's like, like, oh, shit. Well, what, right. do you, what do you mean? What, what I do? What I do? What I do now? Yeah. And then I just remember I was like, oh, shit, I did do that. Yeah, so no, that but was, that worked out. And then uh, I had a photographer drop out on me because he, he got booked for a gig in Houston. So then I got David, who saved the day. Yes. Yeah. How do you go about getting a videographer and photographer? Um, what was I going to say? I usually hit up some people that I know that work with a lot. But I, I know, but at this point, I know so many. So I just, like, I'll hit up somebody, be like, hey, blah, 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 whatever. So that's how I was able to get. Because the photographer that i got like clutch wise um i actually haven't got to do any work with him but we worked at the same magazine mm. so and but i hit up like my old boss like hey can david blah 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 like i was like is it cool if i just ask him and shit like that um i was like he, like because i didn't know if he was down for, like if he was good for events because i've only ever seen him do photo shoots mm. but he was like no i can do it like, i'm cool and with he that killed this shit. yeah because some photographers are particular videographers are particular um my lat the photographer that was supposed to work he's i was using him as a videographer originally right but i uh i couldn't get a photographer in time so i was like hey i'm gonna just have pro do this if you can do the like just take the pictures because i don't yeah i was at one point that i was just gonna take the pictures myself because i i mean like i i I don't charge it not that i don't charge anybody i do it for fun photography so I do that shit for fun. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my own shit. Little hee hee ha ha. I had to follow your photographer. <laughs> Which I one? had to. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Q or David? Do you remember the... CJ? I, no, I remember. I remember. Oh, it ain't a man. Oh. Gotcha. Oh, oh yeah. Gotcha. I miss her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she was hustling. I she, she was doing a lot of stuff. She was yeah, an entrepreneur she was, for real. Yeah, she was. Um, cause I think my show <laughs> was so, so that was hilarious. So my show, <laughs> it was the first. I think not the first gig for her, I but she was still her, yeah. new. I remember. And her. I remember having to be like, and what was it? I remember guys were fucking. I forgot who it was. They were laughing about it. Cause I made her. They were like, "Yo, why are you making it drop it? Like, why are you dropping it low like that?" I'm like, "What she do you mean?" She was dropping and I, it. And no, cause I was told I was like, "No, no, no, baby, you got to get angles. You got to do this. You got to do this." And like I kept and <laughs> so the guys were like, "Yo, how are you gonna make her do that?" Yeah. Like just yeah. she's just gonna drop it low in front of me. Like what am I supposed to do she with that? Some, I'm like. <laughs> she had some yeah. revealing wardrobe and. Yeah. Shouts to her. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to her. Yeah. I man. felt she, bad, she but I made that bitch work. I threw an extra money. It's fine. Yeah. No, I mean, I, she, t- I taught her some shit. <laughs> and, and now she can take that with her to future, yeah. you know, endeavors and shit. You know, wish the best. Of, I forgot her name. Adele. Okay. Uh. Come on now. <laughs> he's he's you on it. You ready to answer the question? <laughs> on it. No, I actually, uh, she, I don't, how did I get her? I, um, she, a friend of our, a friend of mine, um, a DJ, he was at my job, just like chilling with a bunch of friends. And right. he ended up sitting in my section. So I was like, yeah, like, I can help you guys, whatever. And she had her camera out. Like, they had just did something. 
and he, and she was just like well I'll, I'll continue to take pictures it was a bunch of them just hanging out after like their event or whatever bullshit and we spoke a little bit and i was like oh i was like well i'm looking for a new photographer x y and z and eventually i, I booked her she was yeah. good though that's what yeah. all right man shout out to her yeah shout she, out she was dropping it low i now remember that shit that <laughs> shit was funny they were like yo you just, you just like what because i told someone i'm like yeah like she's like she's, she's somewhat new i taught her some stuff i'm like yeah you taught her how to they were like yeah you taught her how to yeah. drop it low and homie said she had the meats oh yeah <laughs> <Like> Arby's <laughs> she had the meats boy yeah, dragging that wagon what are, what are the she was thickums yeah one of the dudes that rode up rode over there to, to check with me um he's like yo man I, I think she I think she's in love with me <laughs> I was like yeah. Hey, chill out, homie, man. Oh, <laughs> shit. She has a serious face, man. Yeah, I, just don't, <laughs> I don't know when to say hi to her. Word, yeah, she yeah. Does have, she does have the resting does, bitch face. Yeah, she's she a does. sweetheart, though. She's amazing. But she yeah, does have the resting bitch like, face. Yeah, I didn't know like how to speak to her, how to go up to her and say thank you. And then she hit me up randomly one day uh, for your birthday. Yeah. And she set up the whole birthday cake situation. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's pretty cool. Like, she mm-hmm. cares enough. and. She yeah. set up everything, and then we helped her get the cake out the car. Yeah. Surprise! I got her on the interlude, um, the intermission. Really? She was passing me, I was like, "Oh, what's good?" Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. She said, "What's up?" I was like, "Word." <laughs> in my head, I was like, "Yes." yes. I gave myself the, 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 the pep, like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm in there." You go, boy. <laughs> Phase one complete. <laughs> she said hi to me. Said, hi to me. <laughs> it's like the the gif. The, I mean, the meme with the kid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Success. Yeah, yeah, I feel that's that. Like, that's like Lisa saying hi to Screech. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. That just brought, brought yeah. a tear to my eye, man. It's crazy. And they didn't want him in the fucking reunion. Yeah. They, I mean, he did. He did ruffle some feathers. He did. Yeah, he, he definitely did. did. He was, he, he was doing just, some shit. He was doing little, some nasty shit. You know what I mean? It was just too late. Yeah. But so did Lisa, right? I think she wasn't that, cared for much either. Right. Yeah. She's kind of like. She's out there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's, she's not right. Yeah. She's sitting in the room, but she's not in the room. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I would have thought her the least. I thought she would have like been a, the biggest star out of them all. Right. I just thought she had the potential, you know. I, and then Lisa? homegirl, I thought so. I thought she because she, she was did pretty. How high? Uh, yeah. She did, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so okay. she had. I mean, you know, men- mental illness is a thing. It, yeah, it's a it real is. thing, man. Yeah. I know. Oh my god, I think that's it. Is crazy how that's become like the new spark phrase or catchphrase now mental illness is a big thing that's talked about all the time um mm-hmm. i would get into that but we've it's, you know, it's yeah. already late as shit but yeah that's a it's a serious thing do you have a question for pro before we conclude oh shit yeah before mm. we get to the, the last i just uh, realized segment. i was about to be like oh is it time but i was like oh wait no um um do you ever see yourself clicking up again Man, I've been through so many situations, and the, the one catfish situation I was going to mention before kind of oh, yeah. killed the whole uh, magic for me about being a click. I respect clicks. I like the fact that, you know, we can click up and do like-minded things and, mm-hmm. and grow, but at the end of the day, you always have to look out for for little bullshit issues like pride, like ego, mm-hmm. and uh, just shit that doesn't get talked about, that gets swept under the rug and mm-hmm. never gets spoken about until it just blows up one day. So I, that kind of, like kind of killed it for me so as much as i'd want to be in a group again i think like I'm, I'm pretty much done like the one that i'm in right now will probably be the last one that i'll ever be in i think i'm just i'm good off of that i think that's just uh 
sometimes you just I don't know, man. Just majority of the rappers I just end up not liking. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and it just it kills s- the whole vibe. You start vibe to see a different side. To you them. start seeing different sides, and then you just mm-hmm. take yourself away from the situation. You distance yourself and just yeah. try to gain your peace back. I'm just trying to maintain my peace, and there's only so much I can do for these guys. Mm. And you know, it's just it's a lot. Like I'm trying to like also push my shit. I'm trying to make my videos. I'm trying to include everybody in there. And you just you realize it's harder to do than than you first expected. Right. So, but yeah. to answer your question, uh, no, the the one I'm in right now will be the last one that I'm in, and I don't ever see myself getting into any other shit. I'll collab with other rappers, but mm-hmm. as far as a big collective, I'm done. Right. I'm done, man. Yeah, because like I said, you've been through the same shit, so you know what I'm going through. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. It's it, it's a lot of stress at the end of the day. That's just not needed. Especially when they rely on you. Yeah. When they rely on you, and when you don't deliver, it's almost like, in a way, they kind of make it look like you failed. Right, right, but right. But it's like, yo, man, I can only be me. As yeah. long as, you know, once, as long as we have the, the mission on the table, that should be good enough that collectively, like, there's no front man. It may look like that because you're dealing with someone who, you know, is like booking a session. I do not go in no session. If I invite a female over, if she right. sings, she raps, I'm not there trying to sleep with her. Right. Especially if my money's going into the studio, you better fucking get in that booth and deliver. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not here to try to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm not here to try to get handsy with you. Yeah. I'm there. Business. Exactly. It's business. Yeah, man. I think that gets lost, too, with a lot of these fucking situations. So it's just, yeah, it's just turned me off from everything. And uh, no, it's a good question, but it's something that I definitely had to speak about. But yeah, man, it's just, it, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it, man. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Right on. Yeah, man. See, I, like-minded. This is this is this is what it is. It's just so many r- other rappers going through the same shit, dude. It's like I'm like with the same pe- like the same person. Yeah, it's like separated at birth. <laughs> just different yeah. chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. No, great question. Thank you, brother. Um, so let's get into the last well, the last two segments. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start with the fix. Mm-hmm. So this is where we ask our guests to give us a song. A uh, piece of poetry, a movie, TV show, anything that has impacted you that you're just stuck on that means a lot to you. So that's called the fix. What exactly are you fixated on right now, Ray Pearson? Suave Ramon. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So tell us a little bit about it right now. Um, well, my cousin, um, DJ Hectech, has always told me that, yo, you need to be banging out some some shit for the shorties, for the mommies. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Because he's tried to get me on festival stages before. Um, and it wasn't up until 2019 when I finally did the first festival. Um, and he's like, yo, like you got to have some shit. You know what I mean? Like some pit bull type shit for the, for the, for the ladies. Because, you know, if the ladies love you, then the fellas are going to gonna follow. Hell yeah. So then it was like, all right. I'm going to start. After that Puerto Rican um, festival experience, I was like, I bet I'm going to do a whole project on Spanish, on Spanish sampled beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, that, that Spanish feel. Mm-hmm. Then um, I was going to, it was originally supposed to be called Boricua. Okay. But then um, there was a situation where me and my coworker, well, not that we had an issue with each other, but um, I put some shit out there in a general um, sense and he responded so that for me it was like yo you jumped out the window because I wasn't even talking to you because if I felt like I needed to talk to you I would have called you mm-hmm. right so then I was like it got to a point where I was trying to call him he wasn't getting he wasn't answering my calls 
to like call the the, the tower and like, look, man, we're gonna what are we gonna do? We gonna fight? And I, but I meant it in a joking way. I was like, what's it gonna be? Because you know, I, I Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So I was like, what's good, man? Mata Machado versus Suave Ramon. <laughs> he started laughing, so that kind of like broke guys. So I was like, you know, we good. Like you know, that's that's, that's my guy. Um, but then I hung up that phone. I'm like, wait a minute, Suave Ramon. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I came about. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it does sound a lot more smoother. Yeah. Than Boricua, I guess. It's it. just uh the create the the creating process behind it. It was like you know I got to really show my my um the the Papi Chulo Mace part of me. Hey. Right. So you know the Suave is gonna definitely gonna be different. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's just gonna sh- it's just gonna be another thing where I was like I told you guys I could do this. Right. And showing more of the versatility. Yeah. Is uh, Famine going to be behind this as well? Or you looking? Fam- well, the second single for Apartment 2F, he says it makes more sense for you to put that on Suave Ramon than it is to put it on um, Apartment 2F. And it was um, it's a it's a tribute to the to the Big Pun joint, the 100. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So um, it's a tribute to that song, and it'll be on Suave Ramon. So Famine really only really has one track on Suave Ramon. Okay. Everything else has just been what I envisioned it to be. Sound, I st- still storytell. Right. Of course. Um, I speak on certain, you know, like the feeling of quitting and certain things that would make me feel like quitting. So, you know, you're still going to get, uh, you're still going to, you know, I get to tap into a little of the, the storytelling, um, talking to the ladies. Right, right. So... Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's I'm excited. That's what it is. And also, I meant to also uh, talk yeah. about it before we didn't get a chance. I got to commend you mm-hmm. on one of the things like that is the the weight loss oh, you're yeah, going man. through, man. My man, that's his Thank big you. move. So, how much did you lose and jump losing? Uh, when I started, I was 389. Wow. Um, I almost about 80 pounds. Oh nice. man, well, run no cost for that, man. For real. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. That's big news. We had that ready. I'm jealous, man. <laughs> we got a bunch in there, actually, too. Do you even have them marked down? Huh? It don't even matter right now. We got a bunch of different oh, drops man, in, on jealous. there. Yeah, man. That's something to definitely have in the stash. Wait, why is it not going? Oh, because I was on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got that too. <laughs> it's just ripping off YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all. all I, mean. no, I actually that's have to great. go. Yeah, when I noticed that, it was like, man, that's that's awesome. Not a lot of people would put the work in, and it's such yeah. a big deal now, just being conscious of your health. Yeah, yeah, you know no, I, mean? I was, you know, I was, I was putting a lot of fear in my family, um, and I was, I would look in the mirror. I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't right. happy with what I saw. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't happy with how I felt. Granted. Um, there are some things about me physically that I'm still uncomfortable with. Right. I have my appendix removed. I still got that scar. Mm-hmm. So when I go to a pool, I'm still wearing either a tank top or a shirt because gotcha. it's just, you know, it's just yeah. a scar that I'm not happy about that's there. Right, right. I mean, you got no control over your appendix erupting. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's just a scar. It's like, Ugh. Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, no, like, it was time. Like, I knew it was time, but... Yeah. um. It's just when you're home, you don't really sometimes the motivation is not there. Right. Yeah. So I was walking a lot. And thank God that the weather's changing because now I'm getting back to walking outside again. It's a beautiful fucking feeling. That's man. what right. I've been doing. It is a beautiful feeling. It is. To, to, mm-hmm. to put on your headphones, listen to the music and just walk for like a good 45 to an hour. Right. Even, yeah. uh, even past an hour, depending on how far you walk. 
um, look at everything around you. Look at your surroundings. Look at the people, the the houses, the trees. Um, enjoy the the air. Mm-hmm. It's all therapeutic. Yeah. Listen to the music. It's all therapeutic, and it's a great feeling at the end. Like you, you know, you take your shirt off and you're it's, it's soaked, but that's a good thing. It's progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man, it's a fucking beautiful thing, bro. Yeah, I just because I've also like, I mean, I haven't like, I've had to do my own little weight change too because I I realized like how bad I was eating and I was getting to a bad place because of depression and it was mm-hmm. because of what was going down in quarantine. Yeah. I had dropped an album in January 2020. I'm getting ready to just promote. I'm getting ready to just head out. I'm looking for places to perform at. Mm-hmm. March comes. I had just started a new job in January too. March 15th hits. Mm-hmm. I'm out my fucking job and I'm yeah. stuck at home with my kids. And I'm just like, I'm beside myself. Yeah. And it took me a while to like get in tune with her and be like, I got to do another album. Mm-hmm. Like I got to, I got to do something with myself. Mm-hmm. Cause that whole year was just, was a tough experience for me. And eventually I just found like comfort in working out from home. Yeah, and it did it did a lot of good for me, and like I'm trying to keep the weight down, trying to get rid of this dad bod, you know what I mean? Trying to look slim, look look nice out here, and uh, yeah, man, I, I agree with you. Just working out your body and taking care of your body just does so much for you, and it's it's another form of therapy that I didn't know existed. And yeah, it kind of like exudes like you the confidence, the confidence. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah that, man. And, that, and that's another thing that mm-hmm. Suave Ramon works because that energy that boost of energy that i hadn't had in a long time Mm -hmm. it shows that confidence shows um and where i live i'm telling you i live right by norches by white castle burger king i live by a diner fucking pizzeria the temptation is there it once you tell yourself yo i don't need that stuff granted it got to a point where I started eating it again, mm-hmm. but that's only because you got to tell yourself if you're in the city and something happens, yo, I either eat this Chick-fil-A or fucking pass out right here. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to know what to do with me. Right. Bro, yeah. you're going to have to settle for Chick-fil-A. Right. Yeah. So it's control. Yes. Mm-hmm. Control what you're doing. Control what control how you're eating the shit discipline so that it got to a point where it's like all right now i'm gonna train myself to control myself right um it's not that it's not that i overdid it it's that i wasn't active i was last um 2000 2019 that whole year i was working seven days straight Mm. unhealthy barely getting rest which it does affect your health if you're not getting the rest you need it does affect Mm -hmm. sleep is important um I was, I was eating bad. Yeah. I was working seven days straight. I'm in the city. Everything's quick, quick grab. Yeah. Obviously, it's easier to find a dollar menu before you can find something that you can really like. There's something healthy. Right. Yeah. So once I started um, this journey, I um, started including like um, meatless food into to my meals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or finding like, and for a long time I should I I didn't see the point of um, TV dinners. Um, shits have protein in it. Right. Um. So I was getting I was getting heavy into those. And everything's portioned out too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you know, what to it? It gets to a point when you think about yo, what am I gonna eat? So then you waste more time deciding what you're gonna eat than placing the order, getting the food and eating it. Right. Mm-hmm. That and that's those those are three things. But you waste more time 
stressing about what you're going to order. Right. Very true. So it was like once then I started watching t- um, videos on what I can what I can cook or following like, oh, shit, I'm going to make this. And eating became fun again. Right. I'm happy now. And you were prepping your own meals and everything. See, that's the way to go. So, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. you know, you, you just got to take care of yourself. There's because at the end of the day, it's your life. Yeah. But there's more people, um, you know, who's as important because you know your father. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, you know, man. You gotta, you gotta be around to watch your kids grow up. Absolutely, man. I can't let myself get get crazy out here. Yeah, absolutely. So you know what I mean? Like, what well, if you're not around? Then. Exactly. So at the end of the day, you gotta take care of yourself. You have you have to be around for the for, you you gotta try to outlive everybody. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's Absolutely. what it, you just got to, that's how you just got to be. That's mad inspirational, man. I'm very happy to, to see that you've gone through this change for the better, man. That's real dope, man. I Thank appreciate you. that. Now, uh, moving on from that, because we did get a little off topic. So that was the fix. Thank you mm-hmm. for that. So Suave Ramon coming soon. Yeah. Uh, wh- when, when is the date? Do you have a release date? I'm reaching for April. April. I'm reaching for June. Okay, yeah. so right around oh, the corner. Right. Okay, no yeah. doubt. Right, that's what right. it is. All right, so finish strong or uh, start the summer off right. Mm-hmm. Okay, now moving on to that, we're going to go to, uh, if you don't know, our favorite segment. Oh, you're going to play that? And if you don't know, now you know. I was My bad. I usually do a big, big thing, yeah, but yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, if you don't know, this is our segment where we uh, showcase the best and brightest inside and outside New Jersey that you may not have heard of mm-hmm. so that you can get a listen to them. And as always, we got to say, we do not own the rights to any of this music. We are simply just showing love, giving you all a little bit of exposure. If y'all care enough to go and check the playlist out, you can go ahead and become a fan. Go a step further, check out the rest of the music, buy some merch, go to a future show, and just become a, a full-fledged supporter. So, we're going to start with our guest, Ray Pearson. Who do you have today for us that we should get in tune with? R.J. Any- Payne. Oh, nigga, I just heard him on uh, Bars on I-95. Crazy. 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 Um, Superman's Curse. Right. R.J. Payne, Superman's Curse. This nigga is ridiculous. And I heard him telling a story about how Royce ended up finding him and just didn't, his. didn't find his music online, had to go to his website, mm-hmm. bought all 20 albums and some merch. That's love, man. What was the, what was the, the name? Superman's Curse, R.J. Okay. Payne. Yeah, P-A-Y-N-E. I'm in R.J. No, no, no I'm, I'm with his shit. I just can't find the Superman shit. Mark, Slept here. on dude, man. Another mm-hmm. one is just like, Bars like crazy, and he's just not getting the proper shine. I mean, being recognized by Em and Little Wayne—that's enough. Oh, yeah, it's not on that's here. enough. Mm. I th- he's he's another guy who's just one hit song away from like really getting there. Right. Or well, a situation. That too. Yeah, because I think uh, somebody told me what he was supposed to be in. I think BSF. Yeah. That was supposed to happen, and I guess it fell through or whatever. Yeah, I guess you know the whole shady deal. I guess you know the schedules didn't meet. Yeah. But, I mean, he doesn't even need a situation. He could just stay independent. I think um, finding the right backing yeah. would be ideal because that could take him wherever. But what would be the best situation for him? That's what I'm trying to figure out, too, because I'm trying to play, like, you know, dream manager in my head. Like, where would he fit best? Because I feel like Shady sounds like the right place, but i seen what they did with Slaughterhouse. Yeah, and the same thing happened with Griselda. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't trust them. Even no, though he can stay independent. Um, but he's got to align himself with somebody to get him to that next like, spot. Independent yeah, like wise. an investor. Yeah. Some, like, you who? know, 
I see K Slay rocking with him, but I'm like, nah, it just feels like the Papoose situation all over right. again. Yeah, I don't. So mm, I wasn't like too yeah. crazy on it. Do you know where that song is? From? Oh, yeah, I mean, are you a Spotify? Oh, found it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I just had to go digging. Sorry. Right, my bad. No, don't take a screenshot. All right, so we're going to get into Superman's Curse from R.J. Payne. I've heard of him okay. before, yeah. but I never heard the song. It's just one of them songs where it's like, damn, you're like, yeah. just talking my shit. Yeah, man. That's real shit. Pay attention. Look, see, I still got my surgical burns. Gave a couple women my heart and I got hurt in return. Barely say the word love, it's been perverted with germs. A couple bitches with scrubs that wasn't worth the concern. I'm saying, don't be judging me, let's cover these facts. Begrudgingly, I fell in love, it wasn't loving me back. Now love is love, but that love come with a luxury tax. Disrespect me publicly and then be wanting me back. Listen, I can see we expired, though we deny it. Fucking the good and making her yell won't keep her quiet couple things just required but she been tired why complain about keep getting burned and don't leave the fire i got married no creeping in different cities got a deal and shorty ended up cheating because i was busy a fucking problem she frequently did me shitty this is real don't ever think i'm just speaking to get some pity nigga i had a lady all sort of fine it's mortifying how she had a baby i thought was mine turned out she was crazy i mean blatantly borderline the doctor said that baby wasn't even a quarter mine just me and my music she never left me since my mother was gone the reason you won't fall in love with the song screw the pouting feel like zeus on the mountain about to rumble the storm but the man too much from me i'm gonna underperform that's real my last chick i should have left her alone her story wasn't checking out i kept checking the phone sending texts to different exes i accepted she grown i said fuck it and cut her off then i set it in stone i mean I guess I'm a weirdo, the kid is bugging. But if you ain't Robert Shapiro, then why you judging? Stand up, man. Feel like a scarecrow, a nigga thugging. Mayo said, remember the superhero, don't get the woman. That's real, nigga. Y'all don't know what that shit feel like. Try to save the world. Make money so you can take care of people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me, man. Unbelievable, man. Really, he's, he's one hit away. Mm. Yeah, that right back in the right situation, that'll definitely take him where he needs to be. Because it's... I remember when he was Rain Man. I remember that fucking shit, man. When he was on that uh that MTV battle Word. back in the day. Oh, man. I was like, who is this guy? And then, like... That's I just, how I first heard about him. Yeah? And then he changed him. Who was the motherfucker that won that shit? The, the light-skinned uh, dude? Blind Furry. Mm. Was it Blind Furry? I don't know. I'm thinking about the other guy. No, no. um Recognize. Recognize. Yeah, he's from on- L.A. He's on um, Tech Nine's label. Yeah, 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 him. I remember that shit. I, I thought Rain Man had that shit. I thought Payne had that bad thing. That was like fucking, what, 15 years ago? That was, a, that was a minute ago, bro. But it's good to see people like that still kicking and, and doing their fucking thing, man. So shout out to RJ Payne. That was Superman's Curse for If You Don't Know. Uh, Sade, who you got? That's your turn. Oh, it was my turn? All right, shit. All right, yeah, well. Yeah, uh, go before me. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so for my pick, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... Uh, Homegirl out of Detroit. Uh, she's a part of the Yosover. Shout out to Yosanova. Goes by the name of Rose Thornberry. She just put out a brand new EP this past week uh, titled Mango Juice. We're going to go with the title track. And this whole project, I, I'm reading just the, um, the titles. It's definitely about something. That's, that's for damn sure. And she, she did a damn thing. Much love to her. Uh, yeah, Rose, you, you killed that shit. So we're going to play Mango Juice off the Mango Juice EP. Nice vibe to it. Oh, shit, hold on. 
Go ahead, Rose. Give it to me. She's gonna give it to me. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That was Mango Juice from Rose Thornberry off her Mango Juice EP, available now on all streaming platforms. Much love to the homie from Detroit. Rose, do your thing. I love the album. You talking that shit on there. I ain't mad at you, girl. Mm-hmm. All right, Sade, who you got today? All right, mine uh, is a, a, if you don't know, alum, Soulful. Okay, um, Soulful and Jay? Hmm? Soulful and Jay, I think. Is that his? I, th- I thought it was his Instagram handle. I think That's so, why. probably. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Soulful, uh, Soulful, I can't talk right now. Um, he just dropped this video for March 22nd, which is his first visual from his newest project with Love from the East Side. I haven't, I've been in, I had kind of a funk not too long ago, so I haven't, I'm not caught up with new music yet, but I definitely got to get that down. All right, let's hear it. Shout out to Soulful. Very dope. I did it all in homemade teas and a pair of Nike. They want to see that boy in the box that they try and skype me. I'm pipping with the mic, G. A little more stable, just like a mic tea. Mix the pure white inside it with the lemonade. Lemon tattoo showing, screaming the gang where it's hella shade. Flicks going show what we made, like Madam Walker. Like the always know she good with her throat if shorty you're talking. The old head said he seemed more white than inside a Starbucks. Do everything and then some. What the fuck would you call us? We just found a way when they locked us out trying to starve us. Harden with the ice so niggas was trying to grab us like, something like who they not like me sure. and all i got is this game to lay just like i'm no, Kyrie across the side i don't trust what's behind me never fucking up a grand like i'm tommy don't you niggas ever try me what's up you ain't gonna see me till it's summertime you won't see me till it's summertime you ain't gonna see me till it's summertime you won't see me till it's summertime why is it doing that i know i really am Look at my I want to look at my 
It's, it's, it's more oversaturated to the point where it's just like people yeah. see a video once and that's it. Like, it, mm -hmm. I used to just like wait for like the new Jay Z oh video, God, the Wayne yeah. video, and yeah. be like, yo, I'll watch this or the Drake video. Fucking hype Williams. Hype Williams directed. Now it's just not as hype anymore. Yeah. It, that's no why I kind of, that's why I wanted to do that trailer just to be like a little different. I mean, it's not that different, but I wanted to be like, you know, these do exist. <laughs> yeah, like, dope videos can still exist. And yeah. also, just it's, created a whole bunch of uh, low-budget videos, but those are still dope, too. Yeah. There's beauty in that, too, as Our, well. Ours was low-budget as fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, we did Black Noir last week. We're premiering it later today, now that it's Friday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wanted a, a black-and-white video, and I just wanted something like... It's just what you put into it. Yeah, it's really it. just, like, you know what I mean, some fucking digital um, Polaroid camera. Mm. But it's just, you know, you have to at least... Treat you know treat your sh treat your shit with respect. Yeah. Yeah, and the editing got to be on point too, because that's really what makes the video. Yeah, not the just editing. The fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can shoot on the best fucking camera, 8K in the world, but if you don't have your editing right or right. know where your transitions are going, viewers not going to be interested. Yeah. You know, it's a visual, sure, but you got to add a little more to it. You know, right. whether it's graphics, overlays, little shit like that. So that shit I've been learning and just trying to implement into my own shit. Yeah. Know? So that's that's what it comes down to. So anytime it was, I was actually telling Saint this earlier. Um, anytime that you point, you, it's like the way that he, d like, cause he, for the music videos, when like, it's like he's performing in front of a crowd, the same exact way besides like actually, you know, uh, without the audience. So whenever he points and does all this and looks up, I'm like, Oh, you just gave like a mad transitions. Yeah. Well, anything you do this, I yeah. was like, bam. Continuity. I, I knew at that point I'm going to say like this. So you have different shots of me doing that. That's, that's mm -hmm. just something I learned back in the day. Just watching other videos. Yeah. And it's very. just, it's easy. You should just, if you can perform a lyric with your hands to tell people what's going on, that mm -hmm. helps too. Yeah. So, you know. But it helps for the. Uh, helps for the aesthetic. Yeah. Because I remember when we were doing one video, you were like, oh, every couple bars. And I'm just, I was like, oh, I don't do it that way. Yeah. Like sometimes you could fit. But if I see something, you point to something, oh, it's, we're, we're going to the next yeah, scene. Well, yeah, and it, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. I fuck with that. All right, so that was our If You Don't Know. As always, uh, these songs will be available on our If You Don't Know playlist, available mm -hmm. on Apple uh, Music and Spotify playlist as well. Um, and again, we do not own the rights to any of his music. We are just simply showing love, getting a little bit of exposure, hoping that y'all will follow these artists and become fans and hopefully buy some merch, buy an album, just show support out here because these are hardworking motherfuckers yeah, and yeah. they're keeping us alive through this pandemic. So shout out to all the artists that were featured here today. Uh, with that being said, I uh, want to thank Ray Pearson for coming through Bar Christ. And man, I got to mm -hmm. say, my man, I have a newfound respect for you that I didn't have before. This thank is the, exactly the talk that I felt I needed as an artist. Everything mm -hmm. that we talked to uh, talked about on air and off air mm. really has struck a chord with me. And I'm going to take this further tomorrow. I got a lot of shit to handle. And this conversation made that worthwhile. So I thank you for that, sir. Um, you got any last thoughts? What's 
Oh, okay. you'll see, it won't matter because you're on vacation, so I'll handle it for mine. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I'm still going to have to work. He's so insistent. I mean, I understand and I appreciate it. He's so insistent on me not working, but I still have to, like... Because right, like, you do so much. He stayed up till like, 7 in the morning doing his fucking video and then was drinking at 8 in the morning. It was a, it like, was a celebratory drink. But I'm like, bro, just fucking relax. Yeah, Get some you sleep. Just, it, you, you, you don't know when to turn it off. I yeah. don't. I don't. The two days ago, my body did it for me. I That's literally what I'm was saying. just like, you better start doing it, or your body's gonna do it a lot more often. For no, you. but there. But think about it. Think about. Listen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I spent. <laughs> it was like a month and a half of me sleeping, being all depressed and shit. Yes, I remember. So that. I have a lot of like just Pencil energy. energy. Yeah, that I'm, and then I finally am happy. Like. I'm, I can be creative creative again. I'm in a good place, and I just can't wait to work. So, yeah, you know what? Um, maybe I took an extra two meetings this week. That probably didn't help. I'm and, just saying, just yeah. keep the work at a minimum when you're on vacation. At least do that for me. Okay. If you want to answer text, cool. If you want to tweet, that's fine. But, like, just. So then I'll, I'll hand you some stuff from the pod to do. That's fine. I, if I can help, sure. That's Put fine. all your ideas in your notes app. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like you, you going to what? Look next week. Yeah, I'm not taking. I'm I'm taking my laptop with me, but um, I'm not gonna take any stuff. Like I, if I, so I, I'm working with the singer, and um, I just recorded a couple covers for her. I'm not gonna take those uh, memory cards with me though. Okay. That's just, or, so I'm leaving that. I'm leaving all her stuff on a hard drive that's gonna be right here. This, if I don't finish this episode though, I'm gonna. I'm You'll know come Wednesday morning, yeah. Wednesday afternoon, if she shut up, she'll, yeah. be, she'll yeah. be out there like, yo, check out this transition. Yeah. <laughs> if she hit me with that, bro, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. If you don't yo, get the fuck in yo, the pool, homegirl, home homegirl is gonna post the is probably gonna post the cover, and he'll be mm. like, I told, what the fuck did I tell you? Yeah, <laughs> did you do this? Yeah, I'm gonna see it, it's and I'm gonna be mad. Like, I'm gonna tell her to you block don't know you. When to turn it off. <laughs> I'm, I'm not oh, mad shit. that you're a workaholic. I just I don't want it to affect you in the long run. Because I know you do a lot. That's all. So I'm just looking out for you as your friend. Yeah. You know? I, I care. Oh. You know what I mean? I appreciate you. You know what I mean? That's what it is. You reap the benefits, though. So. Yeah, but I, I, I don't take it for granted. That's why no, I want to look out you, for you. You exactly. are good with that. Yes, you are yes. good with that. Because I, I, I care first. You're, you're my friend first. Uh. Fuck all the music shit. All right. So with that being said, I uh, just want to remind everybody, this has been episode 82. Oh, oh, oh. Any oh. shout outs? Oh, yeah. My Maybe bad. your sister, um, Katie. Shouts to y'all for, for, for having me mm-hmm. um, come through. And it was something that the moment I realized you guys had a mm. podcast, I, I know I wanted uh, <laughs> to, to, to chop it up with y'all. Right, but, right. So shouts to y'all, man. Thank and just Shouts to everybody else. Aaron. And I'm going to say this. Um, this, is, this is a bit different. But wrestling drummer, mm. mm-hmm. I can't stand him. Okay. No, I'm kidding. No, no. No, what I want to do is like, like oh, yo. Jack. Yeah. What okay, that yeah. dude needs, yo, is mm-hmm. someone that's gonna match his vision. Mm-hmm. Fucking wrestling drummer is gonna take off, man. Yeah. He's gonna. That kid is gonna take off. Yeah. Once he once a producer, and I'm not talking about like some urban non someone who matches his vision. Mm-hmm. That kid got some serious fucking longevity coming his way. And just the way he's so, like, passionate about it and so persistent. Yeah. And yet when you meet him, like, he, we were at a Halloween show. He had a mask on. And I didn't know that was him. And he just waved. And I was like, okay, I don't know who oh, you he are. He walked around with the heavyweight title. And then yeah. when I seen him with the heavyweight, oh, the I was like, title, I was like, Jack. Title. And then he just yo, said I this. can put him through <laughs> to someone that does custom belts, yo, like. 
this he like and like I know I'm doing the shout out, but I just mm-hmm. want to point that out. Mm-hmm. That yo, like he seriously got some. He does. You can see know, it. He got some shit coming his way. Yeah. All he needs is someone to match his vision. Yeah. And it's it's and a back wrap. Up. Yeah. It's a wrap. And I just want to do a special shout out to him because mm-hmm. I see it. I hear it. I I, I sense that energy. Mm-hmm. It's there. He's just. Not that he's lacking it, but what he needs, he needs is someone to match maybe. his The potential vision. is there. Yeah. So, yeah once he finds someone, once someone gets their hands on him that matches his, what, what that sound, mm-hmm. what it is, it's takeoff. So um, aside from, you know, mm-hmm. every, shouting out everybody else who's been supporting me, shouts to him. Mm-hmm. Um, shouts to my co-host, Jomi Lowe's so Quarantine and Rap. Right. Um, Shouts to everybody involved, Sage and Tyler. Shouts to KDK. And, yeah. Word. Word up. All right. That's what it is, man. Y'all already know. It's the motherfucking gang, episode 82. Uh, We're joined by Ray Pearson. And, of course, you can find us at the Lyrical Fix Pod on IG, Lyrical Fix on Twitter, Lyrical Fix Podcast on Facebook. Make sure to check us out on Apple, Audio Mac, uh, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, all them fucking podcast sites. Uh, make sure to like, rate, comment, subscribe. Give us those five star ratings. Keep us hot out on these podcast streets for the podcast. The shout host. out! Shout out to DJ Smalls. Did we? Did oh we? my god, we did not shout and out I DJ said it Smalls. Right we said it at the we beginning. Re- yeah, yeah. DJ Smalls being our feature producer of the month. April, Very yes. sorry about that, but we'll make sure to get like, you wait. at the oh, beginning. Shit. We still gonna play your beat anyway, bro. Yeah. So we'll make sure you yeah. get your love. Uh, <laughs> this has been the gang episode eighty two. Reminder: Please uh, wash your hands, wash your face, wash your ass, cause it's nasty out here, and these young yep, niggas yep. don't know to keep a mask on. Not at all. Peace, peace. Peace.